This is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Woo! He now rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. James Boy, Richard Ladder, and a couple friends. With the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping out the rest of the IWC. We gon' tell her how it is. We gon' shoot from the hip. If they putting out trash, we gon' rip from the bitch. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend I'll Let's get it on the road. One Nation Sports, One Nation Sports, One Nation Sports. Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd. And thank you for listening. SocialSuperLights.com. BWB, what's up? What's good? It's Wale, and this is One Nation Radio. Very low. Welcome to the One Nation Radio annual NBA preview podcast. James, what's going on, man? Not too much, not too much. Uh, there's a lot of excitement. I know we're starting this a day um, after the opener. There's a lot of excitement for, you know, just getting the season to see the guys or whatever, see, you know, Kyrie versus LeBron, that sort of thing. Um, but I, I think we'll get to it. But, like, I guess, you know, you sort of have to start off the podcast by, you know, you know, hoping for the best for, for Gordon Hayward. That was that was really gross. That was really, um, like, you know, as somebody that's wa- that was watching that from, a, you know, over a thousand miles away, I, like, I felt sick. Just sick. Yeah. Um, Hayward, if you guys uh, hadn't seen it, uh, it looks like he fractured his ankle and shattered, like, or he shattered his ankle and fractured his lower tibia. Well, what I will say is this, right? Just a word of advice for anybody that hasn't seen it, don't see it. Like, I'll tell you the gist. His foot was pointing 90 degrees outward um, in the, the wrong direction. Way. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, you get the gist of it. Like, it's like that is not a – that you know how people say, like, when people have, like, really bad um, injuries in other sports, they say, you know, that's a football injury. That's not a football injury. That's a car accident injury. That's something that happens when your car gets crushed up into a ball. Damn. Well – uh, best wishes to Gordon Hayward. Um, we're going to go ahead and get started with some questions um, that some folks sent in for our NBA preview. But before we get there, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't set off this show with this. There will never be more iconic music in NBA or sports history. Than the NBA on NBC's NBC theme. Every day, I wish the NBC would put in a bid and get the NBA back so we can see this or hear this and get Marv Albert talking about, you know, the NBA again. Hey, you know, like, under this, this particular climate, like, it's probably, the best, it's probably like the best... Mark Albert, he's not on, um, not on broadcast, uh, doing shows right now. He's doing some games. Like, he's pretty much, like, you know, in a nice spot where he's at on TNT. Um, because, like, right now, given, uh, given his history, um, I don't think he'd, I don't think he'd be on TV. He ain't welcome around these parts, huh? I, I, I mean, dude, like, after this Harvey Weinstein thing, and you know, like we get, we getting like people with sexual misconduct about the paint right now, deservedly so. But like you know, like Albert's whole his, Albert's uh, whole story, nah, man. Like if people know about it, that was that was not like something that was hid. Like everybody knew about it, and he, and he stayed on. 
I mean, look, let's let's talk about something else. Let's talk about basketball. You know, so you get my trip, like you, you know. James, our game is back. Uh, they, you know, you know, we're coming for the NFL's heads. Uh, all the controversy and everything uh, going on with the NFL, just how you know things have gone lately, and you know the NBA is, uh, you know, the league right now. It, it has all the attention, you know, and the the more exciting storylines for sure. Um, but let's get into some questions. Our first question comes from. Uh, from Tony Garcia, what's up, Tone? Uh, he asked a, a fairly common question: uh, Who's the MVP going to be? James? Hmm. I was. I mean, it's okay. How many guys have a legitimate shot to to, to uh, win the MVP? Will you, will you say, Rich? Because in my mind, I have three guys. I got four. Four. Okay, my four, my three are uh, are LeBron, Kawhi, not in this order. LeBron, Kawhi, and Durant. Who are, who's who, is all the same like three to your, your four? That's three out of four. Yeah, the other one would be Curry. Steph. Yeah, I mean that's fair. That's fair. That's more than fair. So, um, in my opinion, it, you know, it depends on how they how they want to play the narrative. If it's going to be the more with less award, Kawhi Leonard's going to win. And because it's going to be, you know, 55-plus wins, all-world defense, and then his scoring is, you know, finally there. He's the number one guy. Uh, but I am going to pick Durant uh, to, to be the MVP. He's going to be the best okay. player on the best yeah, team. Um, when in doubt, go with that. Um, I have that. I'm, I'm worried. I have Curry as a third. I'm not Curry. I'm sorry. Uh, Durant as a third because I feel that Durant, Curry's going to steal votes for him. Um, and I and right now, like I don't know. Like my, if I had two choices, I, I mean, it's a coin flip between the, um, LeBron and, and Kawhi for the simple fact that like LeBron, given that that team, um, what he has, like this could be a year where like. He's going to average – like, he could average 10 rebounds a game this year. Like, or maybe even 11. Like, he's going to have to do a lot of – a lot of stuff that, like, he's he just never – A lot of the dirty work for folks. Because, like, that team can't shoot um, aside from their bigs. Like, LeBron, I mean, he's going to be, you know, in most lineups, like, the second-best, like, three-point shooter on the – rock. I mean, I mean, until oh, Isaiah comes back, of course. Like, he's going to be a – he's going to be doing a lot of stuff. He's going to do a lot of um, – this might be like the first like full on like LeBron is a, is is like a power forward, uh, full on power forward period um, situation of his career. I, I think he's gonna essentially turn back into uh, like an older version of what he was in Miami, where he's just point power forward, and you know he's gonna get down on the block. Eventually, they're gonna figure out they can't be running Dwayne Wade out there uh, left and right. They need to get Jr. out there, and then all of a sudden, Jr. is going to get a rebirth and uh, start hitting threes. Corver's still there. Fry's still there. Love's still there. They still have tons of of shooting, and they'll they'll figure it out. I, dude, I don't know. Like after seeing Dwayne Wade and um and and, and Derrick Rose out there last night, like like just for if they win fifty five games, and you're gonna look around and be like, dude, like they're We'll see. We'll see this goes. Um, like, I think LeBron's motivated um, to to prove, you know, whatever um, in the regular season at least. Like, he has something to stay motivated about it as opposed to like so many like last couple um, 
regular season where it's more or less like throw the stamp on it. We, you know, we're going to be unchallenged in the playoffs, getting out the East anyway. Just, you know, try to, you know, rest up, especially last year when they had, you know, the injury to Kevin Love and JR and then all the stuff JR was going uh, through with his uh, his daughter. So um, this year is it's a lot more like swoop selling as far as, um, you know, the team will be more together. It's the deepest roster, the deepest cast team LeBron's ever been on. And um, he has some motivation. So we'll, we'll see. I, I think he'll, I think he's going to have, um, I think he's going to put on like, I don't know, something like maybe like 27, 10, and 8. That type of season. Um, I think Kawhi could catch him because, you know, obviously, like, there is literally – who like, at this point in age right now, who do you trust on the Spurs side besides Kawhi? I definitely don't trust LaMarcus Aldridge because he ain't got no heart. Yeah. I trust yeah, yeah. I trust you know, Manu like, Ginobili still. Yeah, call, young, yeah, call young Metro to shoot him. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I, I trust Manu Ginobili still. Um – Still, still, you saw what he did to James Harden. Put okay. him, put locked him up. You know, <laughs> in the playoffs last year, locked him up and embarrassed him. And, and I'll get to my James Harden slander later. But um, <laughs> like we have, like we have no idea, like what Tony Parker's gonna look like after what happened to him in the playoffs. So you know, after that injury, like you got Rudy Gay. We have no idea. You got Rudy Gay there. He's gonna be motivated. He's finally on a good team again. I, I, I think you need to call him Metro again. No heart. No, I, I just don't. Now that he ain't got no heart, because I don't trust him. Like, gotcha. Like, remember, like he left Memphis, and Memphis like stayed exactly the same, if not got better the second he left. Yeah. Like, what is Rudy? I mean, like, what is like Rudy Gay is like such a weird career because like he was he was a quote because of his talent level and that 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 freaking body that he has being that size. Like, he was always, you know, in college he seemed like a disappointment. Then he and then like you know he slid in the draft and him sliding the draft like. He became like an overachiever because of his draft position, and then, like you, and then like he gets halfway through his career, and you're like, wow, that dude, like you will not win a, a single damn thing with that dude on your team. <laughs> like, so he's had such a weird career. Like he's been like, un, like overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated. Like all you know, he's got all a, in the span of one lifetime. That's crazy. I've always kind of linked him and Josh Smith like kind of t- kind of together a lot. Um, they they've always both of them took quote unquote way too many threes. And it just um, never quite, you know. And then we found out Rudy Gay had something wrong with his eyes. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so next question comes. How from, old is he now? Like, how, was he thirty three, thirty four? He was in the 05 draft or the 04 draft, oh. one of the two. But he left as what a sophomore. He left as a junior? sophomore. He's probably like thirty three. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Question. Next question comes from uh, Nicholas Guerrero. What up, Nick? Uh, he says, "Do you think the addition of Wade will help the Cavs get over Golden State?" Uh, I have a, you know, I, I can I can answer this real quick. No, fuck no. Like in the words of uh, Tony Montana, <laughs> uh, Dwayne Wade. I don't even think he'll make it to the finals. I think he's gonna break down like a car on a highway. <laughs> yeah, man. Like after the 2014 finals. Like, I'll never trust that man again to make it through a playoffs ever. I don't even. I don't care if they. I don't care if they set that man down right now and don't play him until until uh, uh, April. I still wouldn't trust him. Yep. Um, next question comes from Daniel Johnson. When is Orlando gonna make moves? <sighs> um, I like who they took in the draft, Jonathan Isaacs, but they have too many guys that do the same thing, and they have they don't really have guys with discernible skills like. 
Like, they have a lot of long <laughs> athletes, a lot of them, that can't particularly shoot. And, you know, their point they guard position. And they also can't particularly switch on to, like, uh, on the point guards and, and, and switching situations. Like, they have, like, we talk, you know, me and you talk about the Bucks a lot. Um, as far as a team that's, like, perfect, or, you know, when they first were coming up, because they, uh, before Marco Carter, when Marco Carter, uh, Carter was still there, because they had all that 6-7, 6-10, you know, switch everything type of, like, philosophy. But the issue with the Magic is they have so many, like, power forward types that it's, like, you don't, like, you can't even, like, put throw those guys out there and then switch everything because, like, you're stuck out there with, like, Vucevic trying to guard, you know, a shooting guard, and then Aaron Gordon, who should be playing power forward, who's playing small forward. Yeah. Um, Zonia's never, you know, it's, I think there's an hour in every year for, for Zonia. Um, Alfred Payton, like. Just a guy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you got Biombo there still, uh, but they do have my dog CGB. Can't go back, Jonathan Simmons. So uh, it, you know, when you got him, you have a chance. He's always going to play hard. Why, James? Why well, is he going to play hard, well, James? Well, he remember he got that he got paid. He ain't got a he ain't got a he ain't got to worry about going back. He 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 he's, he. He's made in the shade, as they say. We'll see, because so, I, I feel like that dude's going to, like, seeing how that guy's competed, I feel like he thinks he that can be taken from him at any moment. I don't know, man. He's guaranteed contracts. <laughs> Lay it down. <laughs> I mean, look, you know you know how they always, uh, how, you know, people, people like to say about when guys get big money, and a lot of this is tied up in, you know, resentment, but, you know, guys get their big payday or whatever, he, they are. There are people always afraid about the, you know, they um, they, they treat the fact like the contract, the big contract as a destination as opposed to, you know, validation or whatever. So we'll see. Right. Um, maybe he sees it as validation. That'd be nice. Like you know, he's a he's a very good, he's a great story for the NBA. But um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. And man. also, he's he, and he also has to play with those guys. Like this, it doesn't yeah. help either. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is a rough squad when you look at it on paper. But moving on from those guys, um, next question uh, comes from Howard Schilling. He says, "What is the over slash under amount of times Levar Ball blames Lonzo's teammates after a loss?" Howard, I don't appreciate the disrespect for Levar Ball. Levar Ball is going to get completely out of the way because he knows he can't. Basically, Levar disrespecting the Lakers in public is akin to him disrespecting Magic Johnson, and he's just not going to do that. Uh, Magic Johnson was on Undisputed and said they have a great relationship. Levar has not showed up at one single practice. Um, I think, you know, Levar will, you know, stay in his lane. You know, as, as he he likes to say. Uh, what do you think, James? Who knows? Could be zero. Could be fifty eleven. Who knows? <laughs> Look, like I don't want to say he's in the Tyson zone because obviously he's never done anything that that crazy, and he's not. And he's ultimately, you know, aside from like the um, the whole situation on the Cowherd show um, with with I can't remember her name. I think is it Kristen Ledlow? Leahy, Christine Leahy. Oh, Chris, yeah, Christine Leahy. Like aside from that, he's never really done anything that I would consider harm um, harmful. So, you know, we'll see. Like. I mean, he, I mean, he is an official mascot of the Lakers now. Like, yeah. I know y'all didn't never really. I know, I know y'all never really had like a Philly fanatic or 
or you know, or Chief Chief Osceola and Renegades type of situation. But hey, man. I mean, Lonzo is now. I'm letting I'm letting you know right now. When Jack goes, we giving that seat to Levar. Not Denzel, not DiCaprio. No, none of them. Levar, big baller. B B B. Well, we'll see. We might not have to worry about that. Levar, Levar might not be with the Lakers by the time. Uh, Levar and, and Lonzo might not be with the Lakers by the time that whole, that whole situation um, happens. If it, uh, if and when it does. Yeah, man. We'll see. Uh, next question comes from our buddy uh, Chad Matthews. Chad, what's going on? He says, why Why does anyone think that adding Chris Paul to the Houston mix will make them better? He's an awesome regular season point guard who chokes when it matters, and he's old now. Chad, I completely agree with you. I, I saw you guys had a spirited debate about it. So, James, I don't know if you want to go first because I I feel the same as, uh, as Chad. He's going to slow him down. He's not what they want. And it, it looks good on paper to add Chris Paul, but you know both of these choking dogs about to come out here and lay it down and get beat in round one or round two. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, it was a funny thing. Like I actually looked at um the maybe uh, maybe I was for you know I remember uh, specifically when it comes to Chris Paul as far as playoffs uh, situations, um as far as uh, choking. Um, I I can only think of I can only come up with two scenarios where that where the quote unquote choking narrative comes from. One or one was uh what, what was that game that he blew or whatever against the 2014 Thunder? Was that game three or four? That was game five. You sure that was game five? That was game five because it was an OKC. It was on the road. Okay. Okay, but there was there was a but there was a Darren Collison game after that though that extended the series, and they and they didn't go seven. No, that was game four that Darren Collison game. That was game four. Game five, they came back there choked and then got ass whooped on their home floor in game six. Okay, so you have that. So I'm sorry, there's three. Now I'm thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, there is there's three. That. There's that. There's them blowing the three one lead to the Rockets when they were out there playing. Seven guys, basically seven rotation players, um, in the second round, um, and then Game Seven last year, where he basically like just runs out of gas completely after like basically saving them in Game Six. So you marry that with you know the game winners he's hitting the playoffs. With he also got swept in twenty twelve. Huh? He also Sorry? got he also got swept in twenty twelve against the Spurs. Um, uh, you go ahead, and I'll, I'll think of more moments. I'm not holding them getting swept by the Spurs against them because, like, I mean, do you remember how good what like Blake Griffin's limitations were at that time, and also DeAndre? He's playing three on five on offense, and that was his first year there. Like how like how old was Blake then in 2012? He was like 22. Uh, what about what about 2013? 2013. Uh, I want to say they lost to Memphis in the first round, or did they beat Memphis? They went back to back where they won. No, hold on. Um, I think uh, 13, 13. I think 13. they played the Spurs in the yeah, second round Memphis, again. No, yeah. no, nah, nah, Memphis beat them in 13, I believe. Gotcha. Yeah, because I believe, yeah, 12. If I remember That's correctly. right, because then uh, the Thunder Grizzlies, uh, got injured. Grizzlies and Clippers went back. Grizzlies and Clippers went back-to-back years. The first year, the Clippers won. The second year, the Grizzlies won. Yeah. 
Because remember the Swaggy P game when they came back from like 20 down in um, uh, 22? Yeah. Yeah, that's what the situation was. But anyway, like his whole situation is he has failures, he has successes, but the fact that he hasn't gotten a second round, people think like he's some choking dog as opposed to like, you know, you, you remember you can see the, the failures, you also see the successes, and then you look at it like his career numbers, his career numbers are better in the playoffs than in the regular season. Um, Now, like, you know, I've now personally for me with, with Chris Paul, like I've made adjustments on um, my thought of him historically as a as a um, all time great player. Um, like I thought, you know, six years ago or so, like this dude potentially could be the best non Magic Johnson, uh, basically like better, basically like the basically take the mantle from um, Stockton and or not Stockton, Isaiah Thomas as like quote-unquote traditional point guard mold or whatever whatever you want to call it and say, like, he's the best guy or could be the best guy. I have adjusted that. I now have, have him in the the Jason Kidd, uh, Steve Nash, uh, Gary Payton um, type of situation because of the postseason um, situation. The thing, the thing for me is the league changed up on him, ultimately. Like, he came up and grew up in an era where your job was to basically be the caretaker of the offense. And that's the reason why I love him so much because the whole thing was I slow it down. Like, I, you know, I had these, situa- these situations where, like, you know, I'm coming out here with, with Blake, no small forward, and, and a dude that's going to get hack-a-shack, and I have to, make it, have to make do with what I have. And also no bench. Not, always never a bench, right? So, um, damn you, Doc Rivers. So, then you go from there, and, like, you know, he absolutely had. He absolutely should have been in the second round or in the West Finals in 2014. Um, I'm sorry, 15, and they they blew through one lead. Like that's absolutely um, a devastating knock on him. But for me, um, I'm not going to pretend like he, you know, he's Carl Malone or somebody. Like I'm not going to pretend like he's like the biggest choking dog of all time in the playoffs. Like no, nah, that's not that's not even a thing. Like LeBron has more playoff failures than, than him. Kobe has as many playoff failures as him. Like, I, obviously those guys have more, obviously they have more successes, but like, we are at that point where like, we are so hypercritical about these guys that like, we don't even grade those guys based upon like, their track records of other guys in the playoffs, like that are up there, that are, you know, the historical contemporaries. Like, we are so much hypercritical, so much more like hypercritical than like, the slack we give, you know, for example, like, John Stockton and Carl Malone, like, we both get those, say those guys are top 25 play, or 30 players all the time or whatever. Like, those guys were together. And what, the only reason why they made it is the West got worse. And, like, they were embarrassing in the final or whatever. And we cut them slack. And ultimately, like, we look back at them and, like, we was like, yeah, you know, those guys are great. Like, it's funny that, you know, guys like Weber and T-Mac, and I'm not, not don't get a twist, I'm not putting T-Mac in the same category as uh, Chris Weber. Because Chris Webber was a choking dog and didn't want want to take any shots, whatever. But like those guys are in the media now, and like we look back at them like in a month in a more fondly sense because one Weber's pretty good at is pretty damn good at his job, and, and like he makes a really is really good on the jump with like uh, Rachel Nichols. Mm-hmm. So holy shit, John Wall, John Wall just chased down blocked bolts. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but like we're we're just in a weird spot right now. Like I think we'll need space away from the Chris Paul thing. Because, like, you know how it is. Like, Durant won. LeBron already got hit. And Curry came so, and chased him like, down. 
Huh? He he basically had to hand it over to Steph Curry, and, and Steph chased him down, and so did Russ. I would even I, I would even say that about it. Like ultimately, like you know, those guys came in the era where like you were told like, hey, you can go get buckets, like as opposed to you are the caretaker of the offense. Like it, the game changed. Like there, like he is a. So remember, before like MB Towns and Anthony Davis came into the league, yeah. and obviously the league shrunk in size. Like we were all saying like, yeah, bro, like Tim Duncan. And Dwight Howard, like they're the they're like dinosaurs. Like they're the last of like the great big man. Like we're never going to see those guys again or whatever. Like Chris Paul was like the last great traditional point guard, the very last one. He he is the he is like literally a dodo, a panda bear. You're never you're not going to see that no more. <laughs> well, uh, oh well. Uh, you know I, I've been well on the record of, of stating my disdain and you know feeling Chris Paul has been so overrated and you know it. Yeah. Well, it I'm championing guys, championing guys like Darren Williams, who like is he in the league anymore? Uh, I think he had his time. You know, he had his time. No, is he? No, 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 no. Is he in the league anymore? Don't, don't, don't deflect. Is he in the league? Because I don't know if he is. I don't know if he's in the league, but he's old. You know, he's old. Oh, and Chris, oh, and Chris Paul's not, even though they were in the same draft. Gotcha. See? You know, and uh, that's another one that got me when um when Chad was in the discussion saying like. Chris Paul is the most overrated, like, star of, of the of the 2000s. I was like, dude, do you realize that, like, he was compared to Darren Williams his whole career or the first half of his career? Like, in Darren Williams was wrong. Last I saw Darren, and last I saw Darren Williams, he was playing himself out the league in the finals this year, last year. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, I, with him and James Harden together, it's not going to work. It's, it's, it's just not. And... He he's gonna get tired of he's gonna get tired of having to having to what's up he he well he's gonna give him time to adjust nope he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna get tired of James Harden not playing no defense James Harden's gonna get tired of Chris Paul dribbling the ball and he's gonna be on a first class ticket to to wherever the hell LeBron goes next next year so and and Chris Paul out here uh, bet on the wrong dog. Uh, and messed up his money. He might as well have just took the money because he ain't gonna win. I mean, we'll see. I mean, he's made a lot of money already. Um, at this point, you know, at this point now, he's at a point in his career where it's not about you know proving you're the man or whatever else. You're at the point where like I got to get me a ring so I don't so people ain't gonna be talking about me like I'm Charles Barkley or or whoever or whatever unfortunate guy never won a ring because you know super teams, but. Um, so, like, we'll see where this goes. Um, I thought it was a mistake for him to do that as well, given that, you know, you look at the, the track record of point guards, and, like, you don't see point guards play great in the 2015 into, into year 15 unless they're like John Stockton. That's pretty much it. And also, like, you know, Mike D'Antoni will run you into the damn ground, you know? I was thinking about that. I was like, okay, so I was thinking about um, the Gordon Hayward thing about, like, I was thinking, was that the most sad I've ever been over a um, over an injury in, in the NBA or a basketball injury? And I thought to myself, like, um, like the Paul George one, like, super really upset me. The uh, the Goran Hay one, like, one last night, like, that one had me, like, literally choking back tears throughout the night, like, going on Twitter every time they're, like, looking at different stuff. Um... The Kevin Ware one, like, that one fucked with me really bad because like, I was like, damn, this is a college kid. This dude ain't getting nothing for this. Yep. Literally nothing. Um, But 
the one, but and then I thought to myself, like, I thought if I was gonna have this conversation with you, you'd have been like, well, what about Kobe? When his Achilles ruptured? I was like, that one didn't make me mad. That one made me fucking furious because that was Kobe in year seventeen, balling. Uh, you know, like being what third and third or fourth in minutes, and then like going on a stretch where he was like playing like forty minutes for like in for, like five games in a row, and then his Achilles Achilles popped. Like so, that made me think of that Tony uh, yesterday. Yeah. So my dance only like, is forever beef with you, sucker, and and them two suckers you roll with. Can't wait to beat y'all boys. Best believe. Y'all, who you the Lakers? The Lakers. Okay. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm guessing you looked at the schedule and saw some schedule losses, because other, otherwise they finna put well, 130 on y'all every game. <laughs> I say like, uh, we beat them boys in the opener last year, so you know. Cool. Got some foot foot for them boys. Um he said uh, Howard Schillen says, What do you think of the new all star format? <sighs> I think it is a reflection of the NBA uh in the Eastern Conference being absolutely ass. Uh, they had to do something to to make sure LeBron uh kept showing up. Or, or also Le- what happens if LeBron fucks around and be like, you know, he goes on a sabbatical uh, during the season or he has some type of injury and then you have to send the Eastern Conference out there to get destroyed by the West. Um, I have, I remember pitching this to you years ago and you were like, hell no, man. They can't do that because then if they pick these dudes, all this beef's going to linger. Let the beef linger. I want the beef. I, I yearn for the beef. I need to know who the number one and two picks are. I, I can't wait to see it. I do. It's, I do. It's, it's, I am it's sad to see look. the. I am sad to see the East versus West thing go because I've always been a Western Conference fan, like always. Like just, it's better. It's always been better. It's always been better, or do you mean like it's been better since '99? Well, the type of basketball I like. If you like that slow down, beat 'em up basketball from like the '80s with Boston, Philly, and uh, Detroit, and eventually Chicago, cool. You can have that. Okay. Like. Yeah. Because, yeah, because Stockton and Malone and Hornacek and um and that Oyster Tag wasn't out there, you know, playing brawlers uh basketball either. It wasn't Streets of Rage too with a basketball, huh? Nah, man. They had the Blazers out there. They had the Warriors. They had the Lakers. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, oh, Run TMC was how many years? I think it was like three years. Okay, then. Like. I, I you had the sun. Saying, look, you like, had the Suns. The Western Conference has always like, played the more like, appealing brand like of basketball. Alex English in, in Denver. Like, like Alex English. Then you got Dallas. Like with all those guys. Like, come on, man. Um, but what do you think of it, James? Yeah, I, I think it's a. I think it's a. Uh, I mean, whatever. If you want to make it, you want to make it to where people don't like, you know, talk bad about the about the uh, the the game because you know. They're literally, literally not trying at all because obviously, why would I, you know, endanger myself or actually try hard in an exhibition game? Is can only do anything. The only thing you could possibly do is get me injured. Um, I guess you know, like that's. I mean, if you, the whole point is you, you, you desperately want the, uh, or not desperately, like you, you want the All Star game to matter. Then yeah, this is the way to go because the other way, you know, they, the the players basically say like, whatever the bonus is for winning, it ain't worth it. Um, so which is if, crazy. If, if anything would motivate them to do it, it would be a game of pickup, and you and it's actually like an even game as opposed to like, oh my god, like 
it's like we have LeBron and maybe Kyrie or John Wall, and then everybody else that's in the like top twelve uh, best players in the world are all in the Western Conference. Like, yeah, I mean, this does solve some things as far as that, you know. But I just didn't prefer the the poli- seeing the politics in play of somebody's pissed off because they're the they're literally the the last pick of the of the draft, um, you know, figuring out who is. Uh, who's going to get be the captains to pick? Um, the politics of what happens when you know it's a top two forbid, vote like somebody's a captain and then they don't pick their teammate with the first pick or whatever, and how people are going to feel and how it's going to fuck up, um, you know, how that could possibly fuck up uh, personal relationships on every day, every night, on a, you know, on a every uh, on an everyday basis between players on, on same team. So like I was like, man, this is this is not. This is not a good look. Like, this, let it out. You, you let's just see add it. More drama. You, let's you see cause it. Confusion. Yes. Let, let's see it. You know. You know. I, I, you yeah. know. Birdman hands. Uh, Dylan has. A, Dylan James has a question. Why do you guys think people continue to sleep on the Spurs because they're the Spurs, Dylan? Um, and they play way down there. Um, it's Greg Popovich. He's always. I, it's, that's a great question, Dylan. Like because we well, know what it is with the Spurs. You want to know why? Why? Because they're one in a small market, and two don't want the fame and do everything in their league to, and do everything in their power to have stars and get respect, but but have absolutely no star power, and they don't put in their half when it comes to media relations as far as promoting the league. That's why. There you go. Small, uh, mar- small market, purposely and purposely boring, and not actually want any attention. So that's why they're disrespected. They don't care. Yeah, they just want to play basketball. They don't care about the other shit. Nothing wrong with that. Um, question for well, Brent. except for the part where except for the part where like, you know, like they don't put in their half when it comes to uh, to like being a part of the league and then putting in like you know star availability to do interviews and other stuff. They're, they're not. They don't do that. Like that's an that's a problem. But other than that, you know, whatever. Uh, our last question comes from Rance Morris. What up, Rance? Uh, he says, what mediocre teams do you see making a jump, a la Denver and Milwaukee? And I, I like the fact that you mentioned those two teams because I was going to bring up one. The Denver Nuggets will be much improved this year. Nikola Jokic will rise to all-star status. Jamal Murray will be unleashed on the three-point line. Gary Harris will try to make sure that he proves to y'all that he's worth his money. Um, Paul Millsap, you know, got got a deal over there. Um, I read a great column about the Nuggets saying they're pretty much forming like a version of the Warriors and they're, you know, the next version of the Warriors in front of our eyes is that people don't realize it yet. If you look at uh, the where the players were in their development when they came together, uh, the four stars of the Nuggets and a couple of their veterans compare comp- uh, comparably on paper, uh, statistically and everything like that. But I think uh, they got to find. They got obviously some more tinkering to do, but look for those guys to be much improved. I'm glad you brought them, them up, Rance. Uh, um, let me. I haven't even thought about this. Uh, I mean, is it even fair to say the bus, given that like no. they made the playoffs last year and like were competitive in the playoffs? No, and probably should have won um, against against Toronto. No. Okay. Um. Is Minnesota even fair to say because like they've been the team to look out for for now the second year in a row to make a jump? Then they should have three All Stars. They should have two All Stars, but I mean we'll see what happens with Wiggins. Um, 
got all that money? Um, can make a jump. Can make a jump. I mean, like, this was tough because there's really no. I think you. Okay, could... so for me, okay, so for me, when I think of like the West playoffs, like I see like seven locks immediately, right? So like, it's hard for me to say like, oh, that that A spot, that team's quote unquote made a jump because they're gonna like win like forty five games and get smoked by the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> um. Hmm. I don't see any team coming up out the East that's like that makes a quote unquote jump. You might be able uh, you might be able to talk yourself into the Pelicans if they can get some type of help that that's not in the top two positions. They need to they dude, need to figure I, something out. I can't, it's abysmal, bro. I can't do, bro. Like okay, so like how Rondo, can you build a team that, Rondo that has and Drew Holiday? <laughs> Rondo and Drew Holiday. Even nah, them, you yeah. can even them. Like if they had at least something on the wing, they have nothing on the wing. Not a damn thing. I don't know how you can build an NBA team and do that. And you can't find a guy that can hit some threes or uh, or or somebody to be athletic and defend something. Like, nah, man. Like these guys, like they need help. Uh, I don't know who the GM is, but uh, I just like to point out that I called the downfall of the Grizzlies last year, uh, and it would be the last year. And there's no more grit and grind, James. How do you feel about this? There's still grit and grind. It's just ain't no Zebo. Mean- there ain't no grit and grind. Ain't no Zebo. Oh, because there's, because there's no Zebo and Tony Allen. Yes, ain't no Tony Allen. Tony I mean, Allen's jersey getting retired there. <laughs> okay. Um, Jesus, so uh, like to answer to answer the question, Miami I'm, I'm Heat. Cop out. Miami Heat. Yeah, the Heat, the Heat. Yeah, they're gonna make the playoffs. They're definitely gonna make the playoffs. They're gonna give some trouble. Yeah, I'll say. The, yeah, I'll say the Heat. Uh, and but that, as far as um, Memphis, like. I'm still voting for look. From in my mind, there are three teams. No, there are four teams that have no shot at making the playoffs in the West, right? So there are eleven. There are there are eight seeds basically, eight spots for eleven teams. Memphis is one of those teams in that eleven. So like for just as an emotional pick, I'll I'll, I'll choose Memphis as a seed for the West. All right. Um... Like, I, so let's uh, thank you guys for your questions. We're going to transition into uh, previewing division by division. Uh, James, did you happen to get the over and unders by any chance? No, I only got the over under for one team. Oh, okay. Um, so we can start with. Uh, I mean, I mean, this one. I mean, I can't pull it. I can't go right back and find it if you want to. In fact, I have it right now. Is that what you want to do? I guess we can do that for the division. We start in the Pacific. Okay, okay. So that means starting off the Warriors. Yeah. Uh, over or under that number. Okay, these numbers are according to uh, West Va- or Westgate Las Vegas Superbook. So the Warriors over or under is sixty-seven and a half games. Man, give me that shit easy. These boys win sixty-nine or seventy games. Yeah, I'll take the over too. Um, They're bet. This Super is gonna be the. Man. 
They're just going to be the best team they've ever had. Uh, as, as we can see, the the, the pieces were in place uh, opening night before Draymond went out with the injury. But if Nick Young's going to come in and just be lights out in the second unit, um, you still got JaVale McGee coming back. You've got uh, Jordan Bell. You've yeah, got Patrick Ma- McCall. You've got you got of course that that all world starting lineup that they have. Klay uh, Thompson look, looking like he's older and bigger uh, and and also tanned. Um, <laughs> and, and another, another part about it is like they're sitting those guys all at the same time now. Like it was one thing when they were sitting Durant and 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 Steph together at the same time, which for me is like I would never do that ever in these circumstances ever. But it's one thing when those two were sitting down together, like. They were sending all four of those guys uh, last night together. Yeah. And, like, they came back in the game and had a, they blew a 15-point lead, but they were up 15 points. Yeah, these guys are going to be absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Durant's going to pretty much – this is a victory lap for Durant, uh, I feel like, from last year, continuation of last year's finals, and Steph is going to continue. This is probably going to be the best of Steph Curry – or one of the best uh, Steph Curry seasons to come. Uh, I don't know, you know, I don't know if anything's topping that 2016 uh, that he did, but uh, yeah, these, these guys. I don't know really what what, what more much more is to say. Okay, I, I got something to say. All right, so when Jordan, um, with all with Jordan along with all the dominant centers we we grew up on in the '90s, the league the league was a isolation league. Um, it was all about it was all about post ups and getting the ball to your best player in in spots and having them you know get on one person and 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 go to work. Then the league turned into a pick and roll league, a pick and roll king and slash league, where it's Chris, it's, it's Steve Nash, you know, basically penetrating and probing and and trying to find shooters and cutters like like um, Marion and, and Amari. Then. Then the league became a three league, you know, like ultimately, it, 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 you know, it's the 09 magic. It's the, uh, it's, you know, it's the Warriors. It's Spurs. the Cavs. It's the Knicks. It's the, the, two, uh, the 2012 Knicks. It's the, yeah, it's the Heat as well. Um, then the league became about, then when LeBron comes around and they, him and Bosch basically reinvent basketball, um, it becomes <laughs> about space. It's all about space to to be able to drive to the hoop, um, drive, space to drive to the hoop and drive to shooters, or whatever, and open space um, and, and room to uh, for for better shots. Now, because of, LeBron, of what LeBron figured out at the end of the very end of the 2016 Finals in um, Durant and Draymond, the league is a switch league. It's all about switches, like. Like you take all the stuff from you know the kick and slash, you take all of the stuff about space and, and shooting, and then you throw it on to. Now we're at a point where you know to maximize all of that space, you have to have guys that can shoot and defend multiple positions. And if you can't shoot or defend multiple positions, you get you got to get the fuck out of the league. Like you're you're like you're a dinosaur. Well, I don't know how Dwight um, Howard's still in the league. Like <laughs> like he's gonna so, be out of here. <laughs> But I'm getting to that. Like you look around the league, and like there, like you know, there's besides the Pelicans, like there ain't no other team that has two really good bigs. Um, and you know, and at that point, like, what's the point? Like now you out here just like you have nobody to, you have no place to hide anybody. Like the, you know, everybody is so spaced out, and you have all this guy, all these guys that are you know, 
athletic, versatile, and ultimately it comes down to, all right. Who's um, the best? And I, I, I just saw this. I just saw this um, while watching this uh, Wizards and Sixers game. Like, ball screen, ball screen. Oh, there's somebody in um, there's somebody in isolation. There's somebody that's a weak, quote-unquote, weak link of the defense. And as an individual defender, we will put that person um, into a ball screen. We will get our switch, and then we will attack that person. Like, it's all – and we will go – we will, you know, keep switching and everything until we until we light you up. Like, last night, they put Clay on, on Harden like they always do. And they came out at the end of the game, and, and they were like, all right. Um, we have P.J. Tucker and Umba Mute and, and Ariza. Um, whoever uh, Steph is hiding on, we're putting that person to a ball screen, and we're going to get Steph Curry stuck trying to, stuck trying to guard uh, Harden, and Harden lit him on fire. Right. Like, that's what the league is now. Like it's, And you can't help because there's too much shooting on the floor um, and too much speed on the floor for you to be able to try to uh, trap guys and move people from, you know, third, from 20 feet over to try to defend – Talented, talent ball handlers and creators. It's just, it's just too hard. Like this league has basically more or less rendered the big man out. Like you know, it's pretty much neutered the big man. Like there's Embiid, there's there's Anthony Davis, and there's Towns, and they're all massively talented. But there's only so much winning you're going to do when those guys are the best players on your team. It yeah. seems to me that's what it seems like. Your guys just been neutralized. Yeah, you you got to find find you know. Like in the ideal world, someone like with the body of like a Jeff Green, essentially, right? Yep. <laughs> like you Jeff, need a bunch of Jeff those. Green and LeBron's. Um, you're looking for you're looking for Jeff Greens, LeBron's, and Giannis's. Yeah, it look where they at? Like where they at? Look, like with that size, the requisite, and then that kind of athleticism. Good luck. Right. Those guys are literally unicorns. Um, let's see who we got. Uh, we can talk about the LA Clippers next. And down goes the Clippers. Down goes them suckers. Doc Rivers, uh, it is the beginning of the end. Uh, Chris Paul is out of there. There's, I believe they're starting Patrick Beverly and they have Lou Williams and Austin Rivers is the core of their backcourt. Uh, Blake Griffin re-signed for a bunch of money. Uh, DeAndre Jordan is a free agent, I believe, at the end of the year. Uh, or he has the ability to opt out. Um, the Clippers <laughs> should they just blow it up? Because they they seem to be ripe for that in between stage. Like they could be in danger of being like, yeah, we're either going to be like a seventh seed, or we can just like go all the way back. The, how how big is like the beginning of the season for these guys? I mean. I think I think they'll I think they're gonna be good, but like I think they're like exactly in that no man's land where just like you said, like you're in you're in that six, seven, eight situation fighting for for, for getting into the playoffs, and you're gonna get smoked in the first round, and you got a lot of money tied up in guys, you know, it's it's gonna be a weird situation um, going forward. Like. I don't trust Blake to play, you know, 70 games in a season because, like, why the hell would I after, like, the last five years? Um, what if he gets it, to become, like, that, you know, guy that we saw when Chris Paul would go out where the offense, like, really ran through him and he was in charge of making the decisions? Uh, what, 
I think he's still, I still, I mean, you even saw it last year. He can still reach that level. The problem is he always gets fucking hurt. Like, <laughs> and, 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 and it ends up derailing his rhythm, like, or, or like the way he, or his trajectory, like every single time. Like, it's just, you know, like all the stuff people have said about Blake over the years about like, you know, people were, you know, I used to, you know, as a person that reads on the league a lot, it's different when you're you talking to a barbershop or talking amongst people that are just, you know, just, you know, casually follow the league or whatever or only check in or whatever on all like big picture things. Mm-hmm. And then like you hear like what their thoughts on Blake Griffin. I'm like, dude, y'all don't understand. Like this dude that does have a post up game. This dude does have a, uh, does have a jumper now and can score outside of the paint. Y'all just ain't paying attention. And then like and then you look up and then you see like what he did in that um, the playoffs where they ultimately uh, blew the three one lead and like you know he was the best player in the playoffs until they got eliminated, but you know like he's I mean he's had so many different injuries like eventually and yeah and his you know he's getting to the paint or he's getting buckets in the paint less and less like and I'm, a lot as a function of the fact that like. You know, he ain't no young boy no more, and that man has a jumper. Like, once you're young, once you, you know, you grow up and you don't have a jump, and you have a jumper, you, you know, you stop, you know, going to the paint because, like, why the hell would you do this such a thing? You. you know, that's, 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 that takes a lot of energy, and that's, and that means you're going to uh, meet with the, the, the hardwood a lot more. But, um, I just, I don't know. Like, I can't imagine that he's going to be, um, somebody that ages well. Like, can you imagine, like, can you imagine year fifteen of Blake Griffin? Because I can't. No, like he looks like he's he's destined to go the way of Amari. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't think he's, like, he has generative knees, but like he's not going to age gracefully. Like there are a few guys that just you know just historic like historically you can tell like nah, that's not going to be a good transition. Um, but I mean, and I don't know how much you know. I think we've already passed peak Blake to be honest with you, but. I think he's still at an age where he can still, you know, reach reach that. Like he can, you know, like he might not throw ninety eight on the gun anymore, but like he can he can reach back and, and, and get you ninety six when he needs he, it. He, he needs might to have deep to. For it, but he might sorry? have to. He might have to hit that uh that weight loss plan to where he just starts trying to thin out a little bit as he heads into his thirties. Maybe. Or else, yeah, or maybe. else it could, like, it could get think, real bad. But I mean, like you know, like the um, but we'll see. Like we would, they'll. It's sort of weird that they have a team that actually has like some depth this time around, as opposed to what they had all these years going forward. But um, I still think like they're going to sorely miss Chris Paul when it comes to like I mean they still have nobody to trust when it comes to in the game situation to take a shot. Like Blake is that Blake is you know he's on that. Unless you want to give it to Lou Williams. That dude, sorry? Look, Lou Williams ain't got a problem putting it up. Yeah, he can put it up. That don't mean it's going to go in. Yeah. (laughs) All right, man. Uh, Let's let's, let's take this to the uh, Sacramento Kings. Vince Carter is on the Kings. Hold on. And one one more thing. Like, it's going to be really weird to see, like, how this is going to go with, like, DeAndre Jordan in a contract year. He's going to be awfully frustrated. And he's like, bro, you messed with my paper. Y'all playing with me. Throw me some lobs. It's like, dude, like, oh. Those days like, are over. It was Chris Paul. It was it, yeah. It was Chris Paul. Like the game was the reason he was out there with Chris Paul. You only out there with Blake now. 
Yeah, those days are over, my friend. Wow, Manu Ginobili's yeah. just shaped in the game, and he got like a uh, low haircut. But you can still see all the ball spot and all that. Um, so the Sacramento Kings uh, drafted De'Aaron Fark, Fox, excuse me, um, and he and Vince Carter is a um, <laughs> Sacramento King still in the league, forty years old. Vince has outlasted them all. James, Vince Carter, what do you make? What do you make of this man? He's like, I'm not chasing no ring. I I got way too much pride, you know, to do that. And he's going to go ahead and try to contribute somewhere and, and rub off on the next generation of players while proving he can still compete. What do you make of this? That's about the only storyline I got for the Kings. So he really made it sound like Chris, like Vince Carter is like this, this, this guy that wants to show the young rooks the ropes of how to be a professional. Yeah. Really? That really what she just did? Yeah. I mean, Vince Carter is a very great man and a, and a very nice person, but like, it, it just wasn't. I mean, he's in number one. He's professional. He knows how to take care of his body. But like, when it comes to like, you know, he ain't had no, like. How do I say this? He never had any dog in him. That's the best way to put it. He never had any dog in him. Whatever. Like, like remember when I said there's only there's four teams that I'm immediately counting off as like they have no chance in fucking making the playoffs out the West. That's one of them. So we can move on. Yeah, man. Uh, De'Aaron Fox does have some dog in him. So uh, I look forward to uh, the Lonzo De'Aaron uh, showdowns over the years. If we ever get those, um, Phoenix Suns, they have no chance in hell. That that no chance in hell that Vince Man be talking about. That's what uh, the Suns have. They've got a lot of young guys, a lot of guys not ready. Um, Josh Jackson looks like he's gonna be the uh, prototype of the kind of guy you want in the league right now. He just has to kind of get better offensively to to go with that. Yeah. Uh, but you I don't really have much on the Suns. Yeah, we love we love you. He's one of those guys where it's like, and it always makes you wary of the of these people. Who like, this guy can't do one particular skill that's essential to actually being a uh, uh, quality NBA player. And they say, well, you know, he works so hard and everything, and da 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 da. And he has hardness at the third, and he'll he'll fix that as if like you know, as if like you know, shooting is something that like you can just will yourself to do it. Like some sometimes you just can't shoot. Like you think like you really think like. Like Dwight Howard or Rondo or Tony Allen, like wasn't in the gym for hours, like trying to get better at shooting and just didn't work. Like, huh? Like, so we'll see how it goes. Like, you know, you can be Kawhi Leonard and you know all of a sudden become a forty percent three point shooter while like never displaying those types of skills in college or whatever else. But, um, but we'll see. Like, you know, hopefully, like he's the kind of athlete that I, I think he could be a really good defender eventually. But you know, you know how that is. Like, young don't defend in the NBA. <laughs> Young don't ever defend in the NBA. Their heads are spinning. So we'll yeah. see how this goes in the long term. Like, But that could be a nice duel of, of him and um, Booker for the years to come. Yeah, man. And the next team, my beloved Los Angeles Lakers, the big ballers. And we are ready to unleash hell on the league. Lonzo Ball coming through. Kyle Kuzma coming through. Light Skin Connection. Best believe these boys is coming Triple B's, it's on. Uh, are you ready, okay, James? Wait. Are you ready? No, are you? No, are you ready? Uh, the overall under, uh, Rich, will the 2017-2018 Los Angeles Lakers uh, win over or under 33 and a half games? Oh, we got that easy. That's light work. Undefeated, never lost. Come on, man. We got Kyle Kuzma who's going to win the six-man. James, I described to you how the Lakers were making the finals a couple weeks ago. 
Come on, man. Um, you know. Rich. 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 I say this from the heart, bro. Don't ever change. Always be always be you. Don't ever don't ever stop being you. You're the best. <laughs> like what like what whatever this is, bro, stay being that. Just don't ever change. <laughs> Best believe. That's 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 light work. Lonzo got that. You know he's he's about to get this rookie yeah. of the year easy. Ain't even got to worry. But ain't no competition. None. How many games did y'all win last year? None. Let's see how many games did we win last year. We had to lose for Lonzo, so you know we had to make sure he was coming. I want to say that that's not we. What I asked. I want. I want to say we were twenty-seven and fifty-five. I will double check on that. Okay. Carry me for a couple couple seconds. Oh man! So, like, I don't know what's going on with uh, this whole twenty-six what, and fifty-six. I was one Sorry? game off. We were twenty-six and fifty-six last year. Okay, yeah, but I was gonna ask you, like, I don't know what's going on with like with, with Lonzo's hair, man. Like, I don't like. He is he one of those guys where no matter it's not that he has bad hair because he doesn't have bad hair, but is he one of those guys where like no matter what kind of hair do he has, he's gonna look bad with it? Because think about it. All right, he can't cut his hair too short, or else his head will look too big, right? Have you seen his pictures in, in high school? Nah. He can't He can't have a low haircut. He just can't do it. He needs to have this, the same thing. exact amount of hair he has now. But here's the thing, though, right? He had, like, the small, like, the mid-sized afro, and it didn't look good. Now he has a bigger afro, and it don't look good either. Like, I think, like, the next, like, is the next, like, thing, like, he gets, he gets, uh, he gets braids, but, like, the shape of that head, I don't think he's gonna look good with braids either. Like he's like one of those guys who's like his, his head, his head just ain't gonna never. Hey man, right. we ain't with the disrespect around this way. We we ain't with the disrespect around this way. Um, so you know, <laughs> um, so to to get back talking about my beloved Lakers, like you know, we gonna do. Uh, Julius Randle was not offered a co- contract extension. It looks like uh, we're gonna go ahead and tell that man to earn his money this year. And if you know another organization wants to pay you that money, we will let them, and we have the option to match. You know, uh, but I don't anticipate us, us matching on that. So Randle's coming in in uh, like ridiculous shape, but a new threat has been presented to him, um, and. I don't know, know if you've seen a lot of the stuff I've been sending you, James, but Kyle Kuzma exists. He's coming fast. He's averaged pretty much 21 points a game since the day he showed up in the Lakers uniform, and that's from summer league to the preseason, and the guy ha- hasn't met a shot that he doesn't like. He can hit the three. He can drive the lane. He does what he wants. He's the sixth man of the year waiting to happen. Kyle Kuzma, light skin connection. Why are we still talking about the Lakers? Like who's next? Are we on the Brandon Ingram? Best believe he's ready too. He is ready. Serious question now. Now I know I said like never mind. Are we talking about Lakers? Like serious question. How has Brandon Ingram looked in the in the preseason? He hasn't played much. Um, He he missed a couple games. Yeah, he he missed a couple games, uh, and it was able to. Well, excuse me. The the summer league he missed a bunch of games. Preseason, he's looked like there's a lot of questions with him still. And everyone wants Kyle Kuzma to take his spot. 
Um, it seems like Luke is like an organization is placing a ton of you know pressure on his shoulders and i don't know if he's ready to meet it but this is going to be a make or break year for brandon ingram uh based on what the hell can be happening because if you don't look good this year i'm pretty sure he's getting traded in the summer yeah pretty much uh all right so best what's believe, next best believe lonzo coming rookie of the year playoffs undefeated never lost big ball of brand lavar Shall I continue? I can do this all day. Please, please don't. Like, I don't think I don't think me or the listeners want to hear any more of this. You know, like we, we like we want to talk about we want to talk about any other team that might like not, might not win thirty games as much ever. Hey, so man. let's. You I don't know, know what you're talking about. Going. So <laughs> uh, up next, the Denver Nuggets. Um, these guys, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Joke is is sure to leap to All Star status. Millsap is. Um, he got paid, so I don't know uh, how well he's going to continue to play. Um, he's, I believe, he's like thirty-one or thirty-two on like a three-year contract. Remember, remember that man was out here playing behind Carlos Boozer in Utah. Yeah, he's been around. Yeah, and uh, it's going to be, you know, they're going to have to, you know, keep building on what they got there. Uh, so, you, what's their over/under, James? Uh, the over under for the uh, for the Denver Nuggets, I think it's like forty. It might be like high thirties. Uh, let me look. It is. Yeah, I'm sorry. Actually, my bad. It's forty five. At point, it's forty five and a half. I think they meet that. They they land right on that forty five. Throw a push. Yeah, I, I got them at. I got them like something like maybe like a game or two over five hundred. Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves, we talked about them a little bit earlier, but Carl Anthony Towns, uh, is it time for them to, st- to start turning this into winning now? Like all these great advanced uh, statistics that Carl uh, Anthony Towns is responsible for, and, you know, you look at him, he defends the rim and he shoots threes, and <laughs> and, and you can't really... He, he blocks, look, he blocks shots. He doesn't defend the rim. Like, that's the same thing with Anthony Davis. Like, yeah, them guys might get, like, over two blocks a game or whatever else. They're not they're not Rudy Gobert or, De- or DeAndre Jordan or, or like, Marcus Sullivan protecting the rim. They're just not. Like, those guys are athletic guys, and they, and they make plays. But, like, they're not, like, defensive forces as far as, like, you know, they're not like Roy Hibbert in t- circa 2013. Mm-hmm. Um. But how can the Timberwolves turn this into actually moving forward? They added Jimmy Butler, and they they have Tom Thibodeau with them, so you would think that would help the defensive end. What do you make of the Wolves? I mean, they have no depth. They have offensive firepower. Um, I... Ultimately, for me, like, it comes down to, like, what is Wiggins going to do? Like, if, if Wiggins, like, still is going to, you know, be a, be a bad shooter and a bad defender, then this is going to be an issue. If he can improve in one of those issues, it could be something. Um, like, all the, you know, ultimately, ultimately, like, it's going to come down to, like, is, is can Jimmy Butler, like, convince Wiggins like he has to be the third option and can Wiggins be okay with that after being you know it's highly tied recruit that was the number one recruit in the nation and number one pick in the draft um and also just getting paid yeah 
So we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Like he has to be. The, he has to be the third guy in order for them to be. You know, be a successful team. It has to be like not efficient enough at this stage of his career. And he does. He's not. A, and he's like not only is he not a good defender, he's like one of the worst defenders in the league, which it makes no sense because you see that that off the charts athleticism, and you saw him in college. And the first thing we thought was this is a dude that will make all NBA defensive teams. And and it looks like it, we're not. It looks like he might just be. You know, by the time he gets to a certain age, like he'll just be a. You know, he'll just be there as a defender. He won't be a force like we thought he could be. Which you know, that's kind of sucks. But so, I don't know, man. Like you know who's on their under, bench, right? Sorry, you know who's on their bench, right? Who? Jamal Crawford. Oh yeah, that's right. He's been lost for like two years now. <laughs> um, yeah, so their over under is forty is forty eight and a half. I have a I'm a way under on that team. Way under. Like you, I think they're going to win like forty four games tops. And you would think it would be it would go a lot better for them just because you see it on paper and then it's like I think you brought up something interesting with the, them having no depth and with Jeff T being their starting point guard they're pretty much going to be at a disadvantage in the West almost every night. Uh, he's going to have to guard somebody that's way better than him. And another part of it is like okay, so you want a good defensive team? All right, you want to have you want to have a good defensive team? You want to make it uh, quick in a hurry? Like they got Jimmy Butler, that's a nice start, but like. Ultimately, either a you need a, you need somebody that is a on the ball that like somebody is going to quote unquote um, put the brakes on whoever is the top offensive facilitator on a team. So you you want really good point guard defensive play, or and or you want you know a big dude on the back end on the back end that could maybe be more or less like the safety on the defense and erase mistakes. They don't have either one of those. They, I mean, they got Jimmy Butler, who's one of the elite defenders in the league. I mean, but they got George he's just, Ding. He's, quote, he's quote unquote just a wing defender. They got Ding, who, who will beat you at the rim. I'm not convinced. I'm, I'm just not like, like I think best case scenario they win 44 games. I think that's, I think that's a 500 team, and there's no shame being a 500 team, saying that they, you know they just had number one overall pick in the draft, but. Like two years ago, but I think they're about forty six wins. Okay, we'll see um, how this goes. The Oklahoma City Thunder added Carmelo Anthony, excuse me, Hoodie Mello to the mix. Uh, they added also Paul George to go with Russell Westbrook. Um, so pretty much they have a big three again. Um, these guys, <laughs> they they essentially stole Paul George uh, while you know in the middle of the night. Essentially, uh, and traded some some bumskies for him, and, and was able to get that. I don't know how you know that got signed off on by the league, but <laughs> um, Carmelo Anthony got traded for Ennis Cantor. Um, I don't see how this doesn't make the Thunder better. Oh, they're absolutely better. Um, just for the fact that you don't have to you you don't have to deal with the. Uh, how do I say this? It's it's so much harder to have to defend like three guys or three guys that are real real life threats than like you know if this is spades you'd be like we got you got one book and a possible with Westbrook like Westbrook is for sure a book but like jump check out there I don't know yeah actually two books they have to get him off the team you know Cantor well 
Cantor, so let's say two bucks. So you know, you know, if you dump the ball in the Cantor, he'll get you buckets. You know, Westbrook can get you buckets. But like Stephen Adams, you know, that's a possible. Uh, and then you just you just out here like I don't know, bro. We're gonna be playing a lot of three and three and um, four on five or four versus five on offense. Like now they ain't got to worry about that. So um, I think the issue for me is they're gonna be they're not gonna be nearly as good defensively as they as they um, as they were even last year. And that's you know that's even after the reduction of on and off um, defensively with you know Durant being gone and and Ibaka being gone, but. Um, you know, at least they're not redundant pieces like they were last year where you have Oladipo being, you know, homeless man's Russell Westbrook. So, like, why in the hell would you ever even use uh, Oladipo? And then, you know, you saw what happened in the playoffs. So, like, there's no, there's not a chance in hell that Melo or Paul George will perform like that in the playoff series. That would never happen. Yeah. So, uh, and, you know, just off the fact of, like, you got, you know, two guys that have been through playoff battles um, and been stars in playoff series, like, around around Westbrook, like, they're in a such, they're in a, I don't think they're going to have a huge jump in, in, well, I don't think they're going to win 10 more games than they did last year, but I think they'll be better suited in the playoffs than um, than what their record will indicate. Yes. Uh, we're we're going to get to see Team USA, Carmelo Anthony, uh, come out here. He's going to get to play the four, and Melo is, is, is here to silence all the critics, especially punk-ass Phil Jackson, who hated on him, who pretty much undermined him, and essentially tried to run him out of New York, but it didn't work. Phil Jackson had to leave first, and then Melo was like, you know what? Now I'll exercise my uh, no-trade no clause. Get me the fuck about this, this bitch. But um, happy for those guys all get to play together, because all three of these guys were carrying, like, w- just ridiculous loads last year. <laughs> all three of them. So yeah. they all get all to... All three of them are carrying garbage. All, all three of them get to, uh, you know, uh, do their own thing. Uh, interesting subplot. Carmelo no longer has a Jordan signature shoe. Um, I, I, so it'll be interesting to see where, where he ends up as far as uh, shoe-wise. But uh, Russell Westbrook, he won't have to average a triple-double this year. So maybe that, you know leads to something else, but they really need help like with Andre Roberson. They actually just signed him to a, you know, long term deal. So they need to find a way to get someone in there that can, you know, spray a little bit better. Um and also shoot free throws. Um I I am worried about their depth though. Okay. So the issue for me isn't okay, the issue for me with Roberson isn't the fact that like he can't shoot free throws or that and the issue isn't for me isn't that he can't knock down threes. The my issue is that he can't knock down free throws and threes. Right, like that's that, like, like you can be Bruce Bowen and be a three and D guy, and then like ultimately be a bad free throw shooter or whatever, and you can live with it because he's still gonna play great defense and then like space you out on the floor with his three point presence in the corner. That dude literally is a one tool athlete. That man is a, you know, like a literal zero. Like that man may as well stay. That man may as well stay on the other end of the floor. Like don't even crumb over half court. Like, bro, what? Like his. It's really bad when you're an NBA guard and your number one uh, skill as an offensive player is the, your ability to offensive rebound, because teams literally lay off, sag off you, and you can you can crash through a a lane to to rebound in space. Like that's his number one asset as an offensive player is his ability to rebound. Unbelievable. He's a guard. Unbelievable. Um, the Portland Trailblazers. Let's talk about those guys. Oh, or what was the Thunder's over and under? Uh, it's probably in the mid-50s. Let me look. Um, have it up right now. It is... Actually, it's 51 and a half. I've got them winning about 54 games. 
in the West, in, was, in, in the very competitive West. I would say fifty. I would say you know fifty-three sounds appropriate. Yeah, and and we'll get to it later, but I, I got high hopes for these boys. Um, Portland Trail Blazers. Uh, it's CJ McCollum. Uh, it's Damian Lillard and it's Yusuf Nurkic. And what else you got? Well, you look at the playoffs last year, and literally, you know, it it was a two man show. Like that first game, CJ McCollum was it was incredible. Um, it didn't matter because the Warriors were that far ahead of everybody else. You know, they're light years ahead of the league. Let uh, let their owner owner tell it. But I I don't know, man. Like, it's only so much two guys can, or two or three guys can do. Like that that roster has a lot of. Wow, on it like has a lot of Alan Crabb and no and, Alan Crabb's uh, in New Jersey now. Alan Crabb's in New Jersey now, but they have oh, Al Farouk Aminu. They got a lot of Evan, like <laughs> yeah, they, got, they got like Al Farouk Aminu and like Evan Turner. They got a lot of that on the, on their roster, so it's like Ed uh, Davis is still there. Um, yeah, yeah, they've got they got a lot of kind of in between guys that like guys that had big college names that ain't quite figure it out in the NBA. They got a lot of yeah. them them dudes. Um, Utah Jazz, I think they're taking a step back this year. Um, losing Gordon Hayward, uh, Rodney Hood looks to step into that spot, but not sure. Um, Dante has him out for the season. Uh, you're still going to get great defense from Rudy Gobert. Uh, you got Ricky Rubio coming in there. Mm, I don't really, the Jazz, yeah, I, I don't think I'll watch more than maybe two Jazz games this year. Okay, so the thing for them is, like, regardless of whatever happens, like, they're still going to be, like, one of the best defensive teams in the league, top five, because they still have Gobert. And then, I mean, even, like, I've never been a George Hill fan, but, like, Rubio is, like, a really good defense. Like, they have, like, that point where I was talking about earlier about, like, they have a front-end guy that can, like, basically choke off the front-end of, of a of, – or choke off the head of the defense, and they also have the eraser back there with Gobert. So, like, they still – they are still going to be like very good at. They have an identity, identity, and it's like we're going to be really good at defense, and then we'll figure the rest out on offense. And you know, that's not going to necessarily be fun to watch, but it, it, it was successful for them the last two years, and it looks like it's going to be successful enough for another year. They still got uh, Joe Johnson. Oh, yeah, like Joe, <laughs> Joe Johnson still going to be six foot eight, playing uh, playing playing wing. So like, he's still going to always be be the person that he's going to be the person that takes the shots in the, the game for him. Um, I I I don't know if Ingles can replicate what he did last year again. Like I will, you know, we'll see, we'll see. Um, but I think that I think that team will be one of the teams that I think that team's going to just barely miss out in the playoffs. I think that's going to be the end up being the the, the the team that finishes ninth. Gotcha. Uh, so the moving on into the Southwest Division, we got to kind of. We're gonna run long today, so sit and enjoy uh, with us. We we don't oh, get to on, talk about basketball. You won't be often. going too long because look, we get to the Eastern Conference. You're gonna go through that in, in real quick speed. <laughs> um, so the Dallas Mavericks, Dirk is back for his 20th season in the NBA. Um, I read an interesting column. Uh, it was on the Ringer, and it was saying uh, Dirk and Noel are, should be kind of competing for minutes here because uh, when you put Dirk at five and Noel needs to kind of you know. He needs to justify the money that he's either getting or looking to get uh, relatively soon. And, you know, Dirk's that much of a zero on defense at this point where, you know, if you start looking at plus minuses and all that, 
You, you, you probably should give Noel some more minutes, but in my opinion, it's Dirk's 20th year. You run Dirk out there, and you let him be Dirk, and the young nigga going to have to wait. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, this is, like, Dirk is full on, like, you know, Dirk was never, you know, some, some great defender. Anyway, he was never Kevin Garnett, but, like, the, like the talk of him, you know, being like this horrendous defender was always overstated. Like, I'm not not very overstated, but like, it was overstated. Like, people thought of him like he was like the worst defender in the league. When it's like, come on, dude. Like, Steve Nash is in this league. Fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> so, we, yeah, like, uh, so we're at a point now where like he is just, you know, he's he's twenty. He's, he's a big man in his twentieth year. Like, he's seven foot and he's in the twentieth year. We don't have too many of those. We've never really had too many of those. So. Like you know, I don't know. You know, I don't know if he plans on playing next year. I, I, you know, it's it's sort of weird to like you know, not see him in the on that in the national spotlight anymore. Really, in uh, the last couple of years because they've been so bad. But, um, like, what you know, he still has his tricks. Like he's still impossible to to, to deal with on off or not impossible. Like he's still very difficult to deal with. He's still, you know. Aside from maybe Lamarcus Aldridge and Chris Paul, that's still the best mid-range shooter in the league. But um, you know, everybody has their time when it's time to come home, and you know, it's getting sooner and sooner, and it's closer to the end of the end of the finish line for Dirk. It's sort of sad because, like, you know, we talked about this last year's uh, uh, preview. Like, how many guys from the '90s still around that go draft in the '90s? How many guys? Well, it's Vince Carter and Dirk right now. Yeah. So like you know, we were coming to the real end of an era for us. Uh, so you know, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Joe Ingles, uh, I'm actually got a Jazz game pulled up right now. He had 11 points and six assists in the first half, so he's off to a good start. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'll show you, James. Yeah, <laughs> you know, from uh, you know, all the way out in Utah <laughs> to where we at in Florida, he heard you uh, on a on a tape tape show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, who do we got next in this division? Um, the Houston Rockets. We talked. To, we touched a bit on them earlier. Um, I, you know, that being said, I think this is going to be a phenomenal regular season team. Like just as far as like writing the NBA record books on three point shooting and launching, uh, you know, you know, threes at any time, anywhere, any member of the team uh, except Clint Capella. Uh, Eric Gordon looked yeah. really good last night. Uh, well, he and, lost some weight. Yeah, uh, Clint Capella was impressing me the way he was like running up and down the floor. It looked like he had this thing where he would just stay between each free throw line and just run up and down, and then he'd be he'd be there for a, for a dunk. All right, like like he'd be there for a dunk or or some type of oop or a screen. Like he literally did not move um, to to any other part on the, on the floor because he was not needed there. And okay, you know so, those spots are covered. Okay, so my high school coach, um, and he referred to like the the space, like both like this, the middle of the floor, um, like you know where like the the the, the jump center, the center circle for the jump for the jump the tip off, uh, and both paint. He referred he used to refer to that as Main Street. So he used to talk about like his philosophy was like. You know, if you're if you're coming around the wing, if you're coming off a screen or whatever, and you need to come get the ball, you have to get your ass over, get your ass into Main Street or whatever to get the ball or whatever. So nobody jumps passing lane, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So like you're saying, that man literally, literally is out here on Main Street the whole game. The right? whole game. Like he never, he, he like he always. He like what always use do I have out there? Feet up the basket. 
that man, that man, what what use do I have out there in the residential area? You know, in the neighborhood. Like I don't, <laughs> I have no use over there. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think as I said, you know, I I think these guys are built for the regular season as most De- Mike D'Antoni teams are, and when it comes to the playoffs, they're gonna get their head bust. Okay, so the thing for me last year with them in the playoffs was. And I, don't think, I don't necessarily think this would have been. Like, they ran. They ran into the Spurs, and the Spurs because you know the Spurs are pretty much like the Patriots of of uh, the NBA, and pretty much like, all right, what do you do well? All right, well, you guys refuse to do anything but take uh, shots at the or in the retreated area and three pointers. That's the only thing y'all do. Y'all don't take many mid range shots. All right, we're gonna do everything we can in our power to make you to uh, basically sell out to where. You guys don't get the shots you want early in the shot clock at the three-point line or at the paint. So if it comes up your offense, and then you have to start making decisions on what you actually are able to live with offensively. And they melted down at the end of the, uh, uh, by the end of that series. Like game one, and like, oh my god, they're going to you know they're going to beat these dudes in five. And then you know more and more the game, more games play. You're like, oh okay. They can't ha- they like they can't handle this because they they refuse to take any mid range shots even though they're just literally giving it to them, um letting them have it they won't take it. So for me, the Chris Paul trade, if if for anything, regardless of you know his size, his age, his mileage, the minutes he, he plays, um the difference of style, regardless of whatever happens with with with, with, with any of that as far as like whether or not this will be a good a good long term marriage, which I don't think it will be, but. Ultimately, we all, we talked about this last year, and we always talk about this about when it comes down to an end of the playoffs, you need you need Dwayne Wade and you need LeBron, or you need Kobe Bryant and you need Paul Gasol, Gasol, or you need um, Kawhi Leonard, I'm sorry, uh, Kyrie Irving and LeBron, where you need two guys that can go get a shot and that can go get you a basket when you need it. Um, last year they were they were wholly dependent on on James Harden, and this year they have Chris Paul as well. Um, and another and another thing about the Chris Paul thing is it, it solves them one issue, which is similar to the Warriors when they got added Durant, where you have this beautiful system and this beautiful machine, but sometimes a monkey wrench is thrown in there, and your office stalls because you have nobody that can go out there and get you a tough basket when you need it. Or go down there and get you three baskets and five trips just off the strip of strip of their skill set alone, outside of the scheme of the offense or your system or the way you wire why your players to play. Right. So Chris Paul, <clears throat> with Chris Paul, Chris Paul is the answer for them when they have issues where we're like, oh, we're uh, we don't we, you know we don't know what to do. We don't want to take any shots outside the paint or shots at our threes. Chris Paul will be like, I'll take all of those. Give me, give me all your mid-range buckets. I am one of the greatest mid-range shooters of all time. I'll take all of those. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, I think, I think, I think, you know, when it comes down to it, when push comes to shove, I think they will be better suited for the playoffs than they were last year. Now, um, when James, oh, think, oh, 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 before you continue, the playoffs last year when James Harden played like the monster stole his talent. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Look, hey, Kawhi Leonard will do that to you. Like that, that bro. Kawhi Leonard didn't play that game. Well, no, no. I meant, I meant for the series in, in its entirety. Like he didn't play well overall for the series. Like because he didn't, you know, like he had numbers, but it is, you know, but the, the number, like the, the shooting percentage were down because of Kawhi. But like 
the end of that, like games five and, and six, those are totally like him. That's totally a choke job. Absolutely. Like the end of game five and game six, those are, those are complete choke jobs. But I mean, like just in general, like even when he's playing well in this series or playing not like a bum, like he was still struggling because he was getting, he had to deal with Kawhi. But um, I feel like, you know, I feel like this is going to be a long process where it's going to take them throughout the entire year. It's going to take them to where they finally figure out a balance between Chris, Chris, the way he plays, and and how the war or how the the uh, Rockets do play, and Harden. So and, and that whole marriage of who has the ball and when and where and, and taking turns. But I think ultimately, by the time we get to the playoffs, they're going to be better for it going through that. They're going they're going to have to uh, have two offenses. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, um, there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with having two offenses. Hey, like. Think of it like this, right? The 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 LeBron James, Kawhi, and um, Kyrie Irving offense were those were two different offenses. I mean, uh, you, had, I, you had to look. You had you had a dude that's out here pacing space and spread the ball around to everybody else, and and I can I I, I, I dictate where the ball goes based off of me making reads. Is that in the third? And then and you know. Kyrie's office, which is, I'm just gonna dribble. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm look, gonna dribble. Look, look, they, they couldn't. The only one, only person that stopped Kyrie was himself. You know. <laughs> like, like, look, and so look. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it, it didn't go well. Sometimes it went great. Like that, like that. You know, you can say what you want to about about like Kawhi being frustrated. Sorry, Kyrie, Kyrie being frustrating to watch um, at times, but like. What he doesn't knock do? down that game seven shot unless that was you know, unless that's a part of the package with him because like nobody in the right mind would took that shot because <laughs> that was an awful <laughs> shot but it went in. Mom mentality, you know, uh, had to get it in there. Uh, the uh, Memphis Grizzlies and Pelicans. Here's the thing with the mom. Oh, real quick. Here's the thing with the mom mentality, right? I've never seen Kobe Bryant after making a shot like that, like almost give the game right back away after like. Remember that? Remember the end of game seven where like. Like Kyrie's dribbling to like a, a stupid spot on the floor, almost cuts off the ball, and then like, luckily LeBron like cuts face face cuts in front of uh, Iguodala, and he's about to dunk on um, on uh, Draymond, but Draymond like basically flagrants him out the air. Yeah. And then LeBron played as if he was gonna uh, as if he broke his wrist on the floor, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, Kawhi, like the, the margin is this thin between like that being like a turnover and they tied the game right back up. Um, because of that stupid a boneheaded turnover, which was right after that shot. But luckily, you know, he was able to get the control of the ball back and then dump it off to a uh, cutting LeBron, which I, I don't know what made him think of making that cut. He's probably like, oh, my God, let me go get this ball for this boy. He's going to crash the car. <laughs> but, <laughs> you, know, that's, you know, but that's, that's the Raiders' edge. Like, it's a thin margin when you when you play like that between you winning and you losing because it's really hard to, to win like that. It's really It really is. But we got um, – uh... We got the Grizzlies and the Pelicans. We touched on those guys uh, a little bit earlier. But uh, I, I feel like if we could combine both of these teams into one team, it, it would be so much better. So you actually mean really combine them or do you – because that's a lot of big men. But, or do you want to be like, can we just put Michael Conley on <laughs> on, on uh, New Orleans? Oh, my gosh. Really that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, like, Okay, so where we're at right now in the league, right? Hey, man, they need to trade Anthony Davis. Davis. Need to trade him? Yep. They ain't, they're never going to be able to put nothing else around him. What are they going to do? Okay, so. He's going to walk. You know, what, you know what that's like saying? 
you need to trade LeBron. That's like saying, no, that's like saying you need to sell your house because you ain't gonna get married. Wow. Like you ain't gonna settle down and raise no family. What's the point? What you what you gonna do? You just keep it as an asset to uh, to build equity to, to get who you gonna give that equity give that uh, equity down to? Ah uh, man, he got a nice house. Don't trade the house. Don't don't sell the house. Nah. <laughs> nah, man. Like, I mean, ultimately. Look, man, because I feel like the Celtics not- will throw every number one draft pick at them uh, until two thousand forty five uh, to, to to get him. <laughs> Yeah, but I think for me, what his situation is like, dude. I understand, but we just gave you a we just gave you your extension, a five year extension, or whatever. Like, we can lose games with you, and then like still get top and still be like seventh in the draft. Like, if they can get caught, you know, like you can get valuable players that you can land players at seven. Like, it's going to be hard, obviously, but like you don't like you don't basically tank. And you don't basically Bro. tank out for future draft picks for 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 the what the twenty percent chance or no the less than ten percent chance that they turn in Anthony Davis like no nah, that's hustling backwards. If I am Anthony Davis, I go to the general manager's office with a gun, <laughs> a gun during the next NBA draft, and say, "You better draft a small forward. You better draft a shooting guard." <laughs> And if you do not draft this small forward or this shooting guard, I will. This will be the last NBA draft you participate in. Wow. Um. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A fucking gun. Yes. Gun. So, for this man to show up to work with a gun <laughs> and tell the boss what he gonna do, what he what he is and isn't gonna do. Yes. So you want that man basically to be like Stone Cold Steve Austin again with Vince Man in '97 with the with the with the fake gun. Yep. Slap him in the nuts. Okay. All right. Bow down to Stone Cold, you know? <laughs> uh, San Antonio Spurs. We we touched on them a little bit earlier. Uh, Kawhi Leonard is going to be awesome. Uh, Pau Gasol is older. A lot older. Do you think he can keep this up? Pau needs to lay it down eventually. Like, he just stopped playing. I think uh, I think he finished his national team career recently. Um, I don't know, man. As long as Power wants to go, you know he he's a true Laker. He can do what he wants. You know, maybe he can come I mean, home. I don't mean it like is he still a valuable piece on the team. No, but he's an, he 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 should be coming off the bench for someone. Uh, or he's right. like I don't know, man. He's a he's a relic of a bygone era he he tried to, to embrace the whole three-point game but that's not really his thing um and, and obviously you seeing how that worked with mike d'antoni when we were like putting him on a bench for stretches back then so this is five years later now but the thing with him is like for this era his like it would like if he came around now like, this has been, like, the perfect spot for him because, like, you could have been like, all right, we'll use your skills or whatever, but, like, we will – a team would a team ultimately be like, look, we will let you, you know, we will give, throw the ball into you eight times a quarter or whatever and then go from and then go from there and then, like, ultimately, like, we will get you around the elbows and, and get you spots. And then, like, at this point, if he was came around now, like, obviously he would stretch his, 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 his game out to, to being actual 
real live three point threat as opposed to somebody that can just do it because he's you know that talented. But um, but n- like now you know after that experiment and with Dan Tony when he played power forward or whatever, like it showed you like nah, bro, he's not meant to be like a steady. Just because he can do it doesn't mean like he can like do that and be just as effective as he was as if you like as if you used all of his game to to his uh to his full um potential. Mm-hmm. Like he needed post touches to be as effective to be equally effective with the other stuff he could do. Like you can't just be like, yeah, never mind. We don't. It's almost like saying like, yeah, you know, like I know Randy Moss can run deep routes and run slants, but like let's uh, let's only have him on slants. It's like, nah, that's not a good idea. You need you need to you know to stretch the defense out and go deep and put the hand up and and showcase all the other stuff that comes off of like the threat of the you know. Of that, that one thing that's like his number, his go-to move. So, but now, I mean, it's just you know he's older, but I don't know. Like this whole team is old. I mean, we've been saying that for, for the Spurs for like a decade now. Oh, are they really old, or is it just just him and like Parker and Ginobili? Well, I mean, how old is Lamarcus Aldridge? He's thirty, isn't he? He's probably like 31, 32, maybe. Yeah. Um, but he's thirty. But here's the thing: he's 31 and he's trashing in the playoffs. So it's like that. that, that you, you may as well be 35, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm I am interested to see if this is the year Patty Mills basically gets Tony Parker up out the paint and, and takes that job from him. Uh, Mills has long been, you know, the better three point threat in, in the ever changing league. You know, Parker's age is only working against him at this rate, and he's coming off that injury. Yeah, and he, was she 35 now? Tony Parker has to be way above 35. I think we had the same conversation last year. Tony Parker, one of them dudes, we don't know his age. We just know he old as hell. Hold on. And then, like, I think I think he's, like, officially 35. I think he turns 30, 36 during the season, though. Good grief. Uh, Mono Ginobili, this is 16th year, 40 years old. Um, you know, Mono can play as long as he wants. Uh, I'm not telling him to leave. Hey, Rich. Yeah. Guess who's 35 years old and turns 36 during the season? Tony? Yeah. Wow. Right, because we had the same conversations like last year, and it was like, wait, he's not 34, is he? He's like, yeah, he's 34. He turns 35. Yeah, is that what happened last year? Man. Um, so, yeah, I believe that is the West. Um... Yeah, so let's let's go to the East. Let's talk about the Cleveland Cavaliers, and then we'll get to everyone else. Um, <laughs> the Cleveland Cavaliers, as as we mentioned, um, are a radically different team this year. Uh, LeBron is back for his fifteenth year in the league. Uh, he's joined by Isaiah Thomas and his bad hips, Dwayne Wade and his curls, and rapidly deteriorating game, <laughs> and also um, Kevin Love at center. Um, I am. I am wondering, what is this team like? Like, what they what they're trying to do is they're trying to match up with the Warriors so much defensively. Like, they're trying to make sure they can guard them. That's why they have Jeff Green. That's why they have Jay Crowder. You would think those guys, like you know, LeBron doesn't have to see those guys, and they get to practice going against him every day. And then that's that. Those are Kevin Durant like bodies essentially, and. Mm-hmm. You see Dwayne Wade, we mentioned it earlier. I don't think he, you know, Dwayne Wade will be out of there eventually and J.R. Smith will have that spot back. Um, 
I still think they dominate the East because the East is like a, a wasteland. It's like Outworld in Mortal Kombat, essentially. <laughs> I was thinking about this, right? How many teams from the Western Conference would will make the playoffs in the East? And I and out of the fifteen West teams, I came to the conclusion that like the answer was either twelve or eleven, and I was leaning to heavily towards twelve. He's been trash, bro. He's been trash since 99, bitch. Like, <laughs> look, yeah, I, um, look this, this whole East is bad thing, this ain't new, bro. They were starting Antonio Davis in the All-Star game at center, like, back in 2001. Like, <laughs> come on, man. They were starting Anthony Mason in the All-Star game at one point in the, mid, in the early 2000s. The East has been trash for years. Booty, basura, excrement. Well, la- the last Dumb. two years, the previous two years, it wasn't it, like in a record, like head to head, the record difference wasn't like neg- negligible, right? Like, I remember um, two years ago, the West won, and, and you know, head to head, East versus West games, like, the West only won 12 more games. Like, that's next, that's, you know, that's barely a difference at all. Um, and then the year before that, it, it, it was, it was kind of it was similar to a situation where like they're not as dominant as they've been over the previous years. Like now we're back to where we were. Where like the West is just you know it's not even worth discussing about like you know talk, to talk about the Eastern Conference or whatever else. Um, hey, yeah. Because like so, it's like it's tangible. Like you see the star power just leave. Like I don't know why guys are just like signed ahead West. I don't know what this is. Like I don't know. Uh, like they realize that the, that the harder, the higher, harder place to go is to the West because it's harder to play in, and the guys are still saying like, "Nope, I'm getting the hell away. I'm getting the hell out of here." Why I don't know. Giannis had 37 and 13 tonight on the road, and they beat the Celtics. Beat the Celtics, right? Yep. Yeah. Celtics open 0 and 2. Mm. Um. Yeah. You got anything else to add on the Cavs, James? Before, <laughs> like, do we expect LeBron to be up out of there this year? After this year, I don't know. I don't know. Like the more, the more this, this stuff is developing, is like where could he go? I mean, he could like, always come home. Go- you know, it's he like, live in LA. You know, like, but that's like that job, like that idea of going there looks worse and worse every day, every single day. Like, unless he's going, unless he's going to go to the Celtics, which I, 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 I just. I just like I don't even know like I don't even know what to do with that if he goes to, to, to the Celtics. I don't even think that's really even a thing. Like just the idea of like they have the cap space and the picks to to like facilitate that happening and the talent to facilitate that happening because of, like they like Tatum and and, and Jalen Brown. Well, they have Kyrie. Um, that's Kyrie not there. happening. But like, sorry, they have Kyrie. That's not happening. What? Here's the thing. Because it because Kyrie has been so mum on the word of this of you know what what was the, like the last straw what made him ask for the trade like I wonder if like this whole thing was like a setup. So like, does it work? You for like you like used to be like hey man like say you want out of here for whatever reason like you don't give a real, a real reason for why you want to be away from from uh, from LeBron. Play out the year. We we team back up with better or with better pieces around as opposed to all these old guys. Yeah, look, uh, LeBron's not above. Le, LeBron is not above collusion. 
Oh, well, yeah. I've <laughs> been a loon for a decade now, bitch. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> um, so, anyone else in the East you want to talk about? <laughs> I mean... The Celtics? The Bucks? The Sixers? I mean, so, I, so I can Bucks, ask you about Joel Embiid? Yeah, I mean, really, like... Think about it like this, right? The Magic? Hell stink. no. The Pacers? Stink. stink. The Knicks? Stink. Oof. The Hawks? Stink. The Nets? Stink. The Bulls? Stink. Like, that's half the... I mean, that's half of the, of the East. Yep. Like, they're, you know, they're wasteland. Like, I was thinking before... The, the Hayward injury, like, wow, this is going to be like LeBron's first competitive series in the East since he went to Cleveland. Nope. And then, you know, nope. Just immediately, like, not, that, that's not, that's not going to be a thing anymore. And, like, this team has more depth, but, like, this team also has more, like, questions on it because, like, they don't, have, they have far less shooting than they had before. I still, I still feel like you now you're at a point where, like, you're, you're going to have to rely on LeBron to take every big shot now. Um, like he's gonna be stuck in that situation where I always said like was 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 unfair to, to be to, to judge Chris Paul against, which was you're asking a dude that has to make every big shot for a team and also get every open shot for everybody, like at the end of games and, and crunch time situations, like that ain't no recipe for success. That's why you need two guys uh, that can get their own shot. That's why I've always been on that. I always said that you always need two guys to get their own shot. Um, I, think, I think we so, should watch out for the Heat. I think the Heat are a very well-rounded team. They don't have the glaring holes that everyone else does. Well, well, here's a question, right? Now that, um, unless like Washington gets the second seed and wins fifty and wins fifty games for the first time, like that we've been alive, <laughs> or, um, or you know, or Kyrie actually like you know jumps you know jumps to MVP status. Like, is Miami Heat like the only positive story in the in the East this year? About like this team, this team will be a uh, this team will be a feel good story as opposed to like oh yeah it's the Cavs, you know the Cavs gonna whoop everybody. Oh you know the rappers they go out there and play the Cavs and get drugged. Yeah. Oh you know I think you got to look at know, the like, Sixers. You know they got all them young dudes that they finally might be able to get them on the court this year. Uh, James, how long is Joel Embiid gonna be on a minutes restriction? Why is he being on a minutes restriction? I mean, didn't he get injured? Didn't they shut him down at the end of the season because he was hurt? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the reason why. Like, I think next year... Are they going to do it until he's 30? If everything... Sorry? Are they going to do it until he's 30? Like, I don't... (laughs) I I think by next year... Here's the thing, right? Regardless of whatever happens, if he fucks around and he gets hurt again or whatever, we're going to... All we're going to say is, like, you know... It's a damn shame, whatever else. Like, if this is going to potentially, like, protect him or whatever to where he can actually um, be be a real player and, like, you know, and learn and, and everything else with the, with those other guys, like, it's a success. Like They're just delaying the inevitable. 
he gonna get rolled up. He's gonna get rolled up on eventually, like in four years from now. Like they, they might as well just let him play. Like take the kid, kid gloves off. This is like some Steven Strasburg bullshit where where they shut him down for the year when you have a chance to win the World Series or something like that. And, and it's like, what are you saving him for? Like, <laughs> like, 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 what type of science do you have on this? Well, here's the thing they they have more educate or they have more uh, as you say information than we do. So yeah. that's why I'll, I'll just default to them, and I'm always on the on the. Uh, he's played I'm always on. Go ahead. Uh, he's played less games than Greg Oden through the same period. A lot less games, like <laughs> Oden through the same played like eighty something games, and I think MB's only played like what 30, 31. 31 games, something like that. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 and yeah, and, and they should have traded him this summer. And, and gave a king's ransom, so so, and try to try to get something. Instead, they committed to five years, hundred forty million dollars or forty eight, and y'all putting them on a minutes restriction. Okay, I ain't gonna tell y'all how to spend know. y'all money, but y'all go y'all betting on a lemon. Here's the thing: I don't know. I don't know if that's fully guaranteed. So I, yeah, I, I think there are some injury provisions in there. I, I believe there are. Yeah, like. Yeah, so like you know, if if he's gonna be any bit as good as you think he's gonna be, then like that, you know, oh, that's it's worth right, it. That's going ready for it anyway. So whatever. Like, cause look, it's not like if he had went on the on the um free agency market, like it's not like he wouldn't have gotten that offer sheet for somebody. Mm-hmm. He would have. Um, like mm-hmm. I'm really I'm really more interested in seeing like what happens with Ben, ben Simmons and, and Fultz. Like, oh, Fultz is trash, he, bro. He's not <clears> starting. <throat> He's the number one pick in the draft. He's not starting. Hey, better you than that. Like, so last night, right? Except I was watching this game while we've been doing this podcast. There were things that John Wall did to Fultz that made me feel worse for him, worse for Fultz than, like, what LeBron did to Jason Tatum last night. And, like, you see some of the quotes Jason Tatum had about LeBron? Nah. He was like, he's bigger than I ever thought I than I than I ever thought he was. He's he's bigger than I ever imagined. So so like he's so like LeBron is like John Henry or something like Yeah, it's like it's almost like people are like, yeah, they see him, they see him or whatever and you think because of the way he moves and he dribbles the ball or whatever like and then you see him on court and that's one of the things that you always hear about LeBron like you for like, people don't think they don't think of him as like, oh yeah, that dude is the size of like Carl Malone, literally. Oh, oh, that dude is like literally the same size as like Dwight Howard, except minus the shoulders. Like LeBron's gigantic. Yeah. Um, um, but but anyway, like some of the stuff that he did, LeBron, that um that that uh that John Wall did to Fultz in this game with crossing his ass over or like it was. Bro, have you seen how Fultz shoots free throws? He changed his shot. Yeah, bro. His shoulder. Bro, he shoots like with the ball. It starts like in front of his face. Like he's in. He's playing in 1971 or something. Like, <laughs> okay, so he changed. Yeah, but he changed his free throw shot this summer. It looks awful because of his shoulder. It looks. This looks awful. Like, bro, he he's going to be, to be a bust. He's going to be. I, I don't know how he ended up ended up getting picked over Lonzo or anything like that. But I'm glad it happened. I don't think it's gonna be a bust. I just think like Dumpster. He was playing injured. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Like I mean, we'll, that man coming I mean, off. Look, the, ooh, Jokic just got yammed on. 
by uh, Alec Burks. Like, I don't have a, I don't have an attachment to either one of those guys. Lonzo, like I personally like from what I've seen from both of them, or it just in like highlights, or whatever. Like I prefer, I would have preferred Lonzo as well, but um, but we'll see. Like, and also the fact that like I'm not a fan of either one, either the way either one of those two guys' bodies look as far as like what you project for like what you want out of the NBA guys in the future. Like, feels like he can get fat. If you don't, if you don't stay on his on his on his uh, diet or take care of himself, and then like Lonzo is going to be like so small for for forever. Don't worry, we'll get we'll, we'll get him out in LA, give him some some home cooked meals. We'll, we'll beef him up. You know, we have Kobe come in there and train look, with I'm him. Not, I'm not I'm not concerned about home cooked meals. Get that look, get that man some protein, please. Yes. <laughs> uh, so you want to get into the uh, playoff picks and uh and 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 everything else. Yeah, who are your top four seeds in the West? Okay, so my top four seeds in the West are the Lakers. Um, the, <laughs> those, you know, the Lakers are always number one in my heart. You know, but y'all, um, see what I, y'all see what I go through, America? The Colt Bernie Mac. Y'all see what I go through, America? You see what I have to put up with, America? You know, um, but you know, in y'all world, you know, I, I'll apply this to everybody else. You know, what y'all think, y'all traditional thinkers. You know, when, when you roll with the Lakers and the big baller brand, you learn to expand your mind. You know, onto to another whole you know level of thinking. You know, here, bro. undefeated, look, never look lost. Hold on, hold on. Unless you are unless you are Loris Fishburne with some weird looking glasses, they ain't got no they ain't got no ears for them. Like you are not allowed to say expand your mind or anything like that. That you sound like the Matrix. Like every <laughs> anybody that talks about need to expand your mind, either either a is uh is 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 uh is smoked out and 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 they, and they brain fried on the drugs, or b uh. They uh, they they might be a little too revolutionary for your for your for your taste, right? So like you need to you, you yeah leave that alone. <laughs> yeah, you know. So alone. so so in traditional land, um, I, I obviously I got Golden State Warriors, I've got the Thunder, I've got the Spurs, and I've got let's see who's number four. I guess I'll take the Rockets uh, as my top four. But okay, I, got- I, I feel like the Rockets is is suspect for upset in the first round, depending on who who they get. Okay, <laughs> all right. Um, okay, so for me, it's the same exact four, except the order's different. So one's going to state, two to Rockets, three is the uh, Spurs, and four is the Thunder. Gotcha. Uh, my Western Conference Finals, I got the Warriors and the Thunder. Going at it, uh, rematch of a couple years ago. This is the rematch. This is the series America needs. Uh, we need to see Russell Westbrook versus Kevin Durant in the playoffs and all the beef and, and stories that go with it because these dudes are still shooting shots at each other on the low. There was two petty-ass boys going at it in ways they only understand, but we're slowly figuring it out. Uh, we get to see Carmelo Anthony and Paul George pretty much go against a guy one of, one of the guys that kind of like, you know, has always been in front of them or came and passed them in Melo's case. Um, uh, I'll throw you it remember, to you. You remember like in 2000, like what, 2011, 
when I when I was trying to convince like well not you necessarily but I was trying to convince like Julian and the other guys like dude Durant's better than Melo and they were just not they just were not like trying to listen to that kind of thing. Now it's like it's almost laughable to think about like yeah people at a, even at even at a, such that young of an age like people still thought Melo was still was like potentially like could have been like the Larry Bird to to LeBron's Magic like it's. It's really, really back and like he's one of the more disappointing guys like of of, it, of this era because like people really like remember. Melo yeah, is like, coming for all really the non-believers. Melo is coming for all the non-believers this year. Best believe, hoodie Melo. We'll see if they got the, if they got the hoodie out there, then you know it might be something different. But like you know, hoodie Melo, ninety-eight not, overall. Do you think they, do you think they should stack? Do you think they should uh, sit him out for games? Just to preserve his knees, they should put him on. Yeah, like um, they should make sure that he plays the least amount of minutes out of those three guys. I wouldn't let that man play a single second out of a back to back. I don't think they're doing many back to backs this year. Like, I don't think a team I has know. any Look, more than like four I- of them. Oh, rich, oh, look, I know. Oh, 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 babies, you know, you know. Look, Rich, 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 I know they're not only, they're only doing like a handful of back-to-backs. I still won't let them play in a single one. Wow. Yeah, nope. get out there and play. Um, yeah, but uh, who, who'd you have on your uh, top two? Uh, yeah. I think Warriors and Spurs. Um... I think Warriors and Spurs, uh, and then we'll, you know we'll see all that shit that, that was going on. They were talking last year about you know if Ka- if, if Kawhi doesn't you know turn his ankles, uh, they would have given him a series. We'll see. Yeah, I, I think that was Spurs last year. I don't think this is necessarily going to be the same uh, bunch of guys. But um, look, I I agree. However, I I do feel like the Warriors want to put that hammer down and let y'all know that last year shit. That was just that last year. You would have hammered. Look, we would have eventually won that series too. Um, I've got, uh, and then I've got the Warriors going to the finals. Um, Shocker. Yeah, yeah. And in the finals, I I guess we can just simulate through the East. Um, (laughs) We don't even got to. Come on, man. All right. So who's your, uh, okay, so who's your top four for the East? Okay. Um, For the East, I've got the Cleveland Cavs. Got the Celtics, I've got the Heat, and I've got the Bucks. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Um. All right. So for me, I have the the Cavs now that now the information that we have now from last night that the Cavs, um, Washington. I'm going to say uh, the Raptors, and and as the four seed, I have the Bucks. All right. Um, so, you know, like we like you know, it's. I think this year, in the future, I think this will be it'll work out fine. But I think this year is going to be like a a lot like 2005. about like 2005, like Lakers for for, uh, for for what it was for Kobe was like you wanted you want like you wanted it. I mean, it's unfortunate this that this happened because this was not supposed to happen, and I wish it did happen. 
Um, and ultimately, like, I thought that like we were really gonna get a competitive series. Uh, but like, it's like, all right, it's what you wanted, Kyrie. Like, it's gonna be like a whole lot like Haley Williams. Ain't it fun? <laughs> Living in the real world. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be, don't go crying to your mama, because wow. you're on your own in the real world. Like, yeah, it's going to be a lot of that. Like, so, um, you know, I think, I think they'll make the, I think there's still a lot for a, for a playoff spot, but like, unless, you know, and we, it was a good sign what, what Jalen Brown did last night, but like, unless you get like a, you know, something, even like, 60% of that for the whole year and Jason Tatum you know looks a lot like how he did like after he got like um his his his, uh, his grounding in the second half of that game and Marcus Smart doesn't like shoot you out the game that's a lot of ifs now that's three ifs right like unless you get three ifs to all come through for you you're not going to win like you're not going to be approaching 50 games it's just not going to be a thing so hmm. that's why I have him as my five seed okay um, I think um, I've got my my conference finals is going to be the Heat and the Cavs. Uh, I'm really high on the Heat. Um, Damn, bro, LeBron and my, Riley versus LeBron and, and, and Wade, huh? Yeah, yeah, that, that's where we're going with it. Um, I, I think uh, Deion Waiters is going to prove that he he is he is uh, Dade County now. This is Wake County. Um, you know, <laughs> he, you know, he was only held back, you know, um, in, in Cleveland. Um, and you didn't come up with you. Huh? You didn't come up with Wake County, did you? Yes, I did. This is well, Wake. You this is Wake County, you know. How long do you had? How long do you had that one? I, I just made it up. <laughs> I just uh, made it up. That, that one was really good. That one was really good. You know, stroker brilliance. You know, <laughs> um, we got Goran Dragic, uh, also Whiteside, and you know these guys were like one of the best teams in the league after the uh, you know when they went on their run last year. And I think it only is going to carry over to this year. They've got a lot of long athletes. They can play a lot of different positions. They've got a lot of three point three point shooting, and I think they're going to kill you by committee. And I, I think they win fifty games. Uh, but ultimately, they bow. They, they they fall to the to the Heat, or excuse me, to the Cavs. But they, look, they might as well be the Heat. They brought the operation up north. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, you know, I think that. Uh, hmm. I think that we're going to get another. I, you know what? I can't do it because because I, I just can't after the last two post playoffs. I just can't. Like Wizard Wizards Cavs. Like I can't put Toronto in. Like I think Toronto matches up well with um with Washington, but like I just can't imagine those guys after they laid it down two years in a row. Be like, yeah, we want a third. We want a third shot at Debo. Like, right. I just can't. No heart. Like and also. And yeah, and yeah, that too, and also like Kelly Oubre, like this could be a year where like he comes through for the for the Wizards, and like they're not, they don't have like one of the worst benches in the history of humanity. So mm-hmm. 
I think, and you know, Yami Himi can stay healthy and like hopefully you have to worry about like, oh my God, they just switched on Gortat against Isaiah Thomas. What the hell are we going to do now? Like Dang. they did all throughout that playoffs last year. So I think, I think with some injury with, with like, if two things go right for them this year, like they can, they, they'll get to the Eastern Conference Finals finally. And you mentioned Yon Mahini. Uh, Yon Mahini is down with Jeff Green, and apparently Yon Mahini is down with the King as well. You know? <laughs> wow. Yeah. You've been I, down with the King for six, what are we on now, seven years now? Yes, yes. Out here getting yammed on by LeBron, and then the absolute poster jam that Jeff Green put on him, which was worse than the one LeBron put on him uh, to me. But, uh, yeah, that that pretty much is going to... Oh, no, he's no, he threw it in on on uh, on Yami. I gotta I gotta see that Jeff Green one again. That Jeff Green one was like he dunked on him with the left hand, right, and then he made contact and went higher. Like <laughs> so, it was like you know, some it was like some Tom Chambers shit. <laughs> Another run to the Tom Chambers dunk on uh, on Mark Jackson. Nothing worse than that. Nothing. Yeah, but um, yeah, man. I besides that, uh, who who. I think we uh, made our MVP picks earlier. Um, trying to think. Uh, any other major things we need to cover with it? I think that might be it. Oh, yeah. We have to do a foul prediction, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We almost, you know, we almost forgot about that. You know, uh, you know, it wasn't really much to predict here. Uh, I've got the uh, Golden State Warriors in a sweep over the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> Um, four zero. Uh, yeah. uh yeah. you know, yeah. and they won't win a game. And I was close last year. I was, I was this close. The only if Isaiah Thomas comes back by by before the All Star break, I'll say five again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if man. he doesn't, it's a sweep. Yeah, man. Uh, sorry, LeBron. LeBron will become the reverse Michael Jordan, losing the final six times. Um, <laughs> right now, he's the reverse Kobe Bryant. You know, already lost in the finals five times. Uh, it will be six next year. And, um, yeah. What what a terrible like damn homie I I hate I hate it had to be him. Yeah right. You know, uh, but yeah that that pretty much is gonna wrap up our uh, <laughs> our NBA preview show James. Uh, so overall like thoughts on this year? Uh, what are you excited about? Um, uh, before I, I give my last uh, little take. Um, I'm excited for like like small things like what can for example like this Chris Paul uh, James Harden thing is on the stream you know I love both of those guys players um, I'm interested to see like how they mesh in, this, in like in these over these 80 games or actually I mean for the 60 some games you know Chris Paul is only going to play 60 some games he'll get hurt somehow some way that's, a, that's like that's like that's like uh, preordained it's not coming up yeah 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 it's, it's, yeah. it's almost like uh you ever the stories about like Rasheed Wallace or whatever? How he would pay, um, he would he would give the league money ahead of time for because he knew he was gonna get fined a bunch of times. Wow! Like for tax, it's like 
like like Chris Paul just puts this goes at, just reaches in his pocket and gives twenty games to to the league. Like I ain't gonna play. Like I know I'm gonna get hurt eventually. It, it, I don't know when it's gonna come up, but I'm already putting Some. in my twenty games right now. <laughs> um, that I mean Giannis, of course. Like, and and, and the Kyrie thing, like, you know, regardless of whatever happens this year, like the future, like Kyrie set himself up in a nice spot for the future. Um. And especially for like after he gets past his peak, um, like four years from now, like he set him up in a nice spot because I think Tatum and Brown could really be something, and they still got a, they still got some assets uh, they can cash in eventually. Um, so uh, he set him up in a nice spot, like, but it's gonna be interesting to see him like on his own, like in his prime, on his own, like what can he do as far as like putting on an absolute show, and then like also learning on the job, like what is what is it gonna be like to like be in the spotlight and have, like the real spotlight not like be on your own little NBA team that only wins 20 something games or 30 games whatever else and be you know off center stage like you, you like he is on one of the flagship franchise he's the leader or the best player on a flagship franchise and like it's going to be different for him but like you know he's he's been like he was around the most famous dude in, 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 in the entire like on this hemisphere in the sports world um, for three years so like he has some insight on like how to handle some of these things so like like this is going to be like this is going to be like a learning year but like I think ultimately like he set himself up in a nice spot and like you can say what you want to about like you don't understand this or what I'm saying that but I tell you this like when you talk about this when, when the whole thing uh, came up I don't blame Kyrie at all because if I had been Kyrie I'd done the same thing hey LeBron you going to stay or you, gonna, you leaving I can't I can't promise you nothing. okay bet all right uh, let me go talk to Gilbert and say, I mean, I need, y'all need to trade me. Yes, so, fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't hold that against them all. Yeah, I don't hold that against them all. But I'm interested to see, like, you know, what the learning process is for him. And if they, you know, they do better than um than I think, like, then we might be talking about a real live pyramid guy for Bill Simmons' uh, book. Um, I'm more excited for the Los Angeles Lakers than I've been in about five years now. Um, there's been a lot of cautious optimism over the years. Uh, I, I've clearly trolled, uh, knowing my team was an absolute dumpster fire, uh, from the ownership to the coaching to the scouting. And it looks like now we have an infrastructure in place to have a coach that knows what he's doing, management that's attractive, and also a star player that we can, you know, tie our anchor to uh, and Lonzo is going to be that guy for us so I'm really happy to to you know renew my NBA uh fanhood you know in that sense and then also looking around the rest of the league like seeing the Warriors like we get a chance to you know watch possibly the best team that any of us are ever going to see you know with our own two eyes like just mm-hmm. in the continued you know sense of them winning all these titles in a row and games in a row and regular season excellence like what's better than this um and also seeing how LeBron fights off Father Time, uh, that's definitely going to be interesting uh, because he's a fucking cyborg. Um. <laughs> like, I don't know if you saw my text or whatever, but like, I saw, like, you Minister know, I know y'all hate Nick. I don't, you know, I came across the Nick Wright thing from you last or last year during the playoffs talking about how much, like, about he's a he's a LeBron, uh, a LeBron apologist or whatever. So. A LeBron supporter, that's the way to put it. I, they always say something else, but, you know, like, got to keep it PG, right? Um, but, yeah, that man been uh, waiting all summer. He's been waiting all summer to to crawl from out of the hole. I came across his Twitter, um, or whatever, 
last night. He had posted up like the thing, you know, like the stat, like the stat finder thing from Basketball Reference, and apparently, like LeBron's stat line was like the only, like was like the first time a, that stat line happened, like the last decade, or whatever, like twenty nine, sixteen, and nine and two blocks. I was like, dude, like this dude here, man, like and and he says he, you know, he he missed a preseason because of a quote unquote bad ankle, which is like, nah, bro, that man was sitting out to play. The yeah, preseason. he didn't want to play. Um, but like. But like the thing is like you see you saw the end of that game and like you see like the clear evolution of his game again. Like he's like he is full on like playing bully ball. Like he drives to the hoop, figures uh, his figure he's basically figured out how to not like get offensive fouls for like by dropping a shoulder pretty much. Like he f- he's figured out how to get you on a side and instead of like trying to drop a shoulder, he pretty much spins off you now. And then and then lays it in. And he's like, also he's figured this out like He's also fully big homie to all these young boys that are in the league. So like, it, like these dudes like grew up idolizing this guy or seeing him, and then what he's doing is like welcoming them to a to a man's game and saying, "I am a man, and you are a boy still." So all these dudes that are like six, six nine, six ten, or whatever. Like aside from Ben Simmons, are any of them dudes ever even like the same like sad stratosphere as far as like? the strength factor, the, like, the power factor, like, he's really, like, old man strengthening these dudes to the hoop. Mm-hmm. Like, we were now fully in, like, and I and I remember when I was younger, I thought, like, before I, I didn't even realize the league was going to change the way it did, but, like, I thought, like, LeBron's going to have, like, a second, like, basically, like, a second, like, or extended run of, uh, of greatness as, it, you know, because he, because of his size, he can only play, play playoff forward. We were fully in, in that era now, where, like, He's basically playing bully ball now. Like, if you look at the the end of game five of the finals, where he basically goes in that run to keep them in that game, like that's a lot of what it looked like last uh, last night. And it's like, if this is what's gonna be, like this dude's out here looking like Shaq with these fast, quick spin moves and laying it up. It's like, <laughs> like I didn't know, I didn't know he could, I didn't know this was gonna happen. Like, I I can't, I can't believe that this dude is still this good at age fifteen. Like. You know, knock on wood, we'll see what happens with it, whatever. Like, you know, injury can happen anytime. Like, you know, we talked about it earlier. Like, Kobe was year 15 or was year 17 when he popped his Achilles. Like, anything can happen at this point with him. But especially given that mileage and, that, and, and the force, the sheer force of um, of his size, like, and all that twerk. Um, but, like, it's – this is – we're, we're in uncharted territory with this dude. And, you know, and now we're just like – I mean, I don't think – you know – Unless something crazy happens over the summer, like his days of winning a title, or you know, he he could be in the finals, but like he's never gonna you know really compete for a, like compete in the finals for a title like seriously again. But like it's gonna be interesting to see how like the rest of his, the rest of his goals like for the next however many years. I always thought like LeBron was gonna make it like eight year eighteen years in the league, and you know that's that's still a long ways down the road. But like you know. The way it's looking for him, like, he might be able to make it to 20. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, But that's going to wrap up our NBA preview. Thank you guys for sticking with us. If you have made it this far, uh, make sure you guys tune in. We have um, some wrestling shows coming back soon. We were off for a couple weeks. Um, Had a couple things come up where the timing just didn't work out for the shows. But the TLC show is Sunday, uh, which it looks to be a disaster on paper. Uh, I wrote a column about it. it. It is, is this TLC or is this WWF in your house? It, it it looks really bad on paper. Um, 
extra Chad's podcast today. Yes. Or, or yet this yes. week. Shouts out to Chad. Uh, if, if you're still listening to Chad, um, uh, I think this is one of his best shows that he's ever done. <laughs> Look, I've never, I've never, the whole time I listened to the party, I was like, yeah, Chad, welcome to, welcome to our side. We're just like, look, man, this ain't, you know, this ain't, you know, this ain't going too well. Like, Brock, do you want Brock Lesnar out of here? You know, he's even more down on Brock Lesnar than I am. I was like, damn, Chad. He's a little walk. Yeah, I'm like, boy, he's, so yeah, bro, need to be out of here. I was like, damn, bro. You know what? I was, I wasn't fully there with you, but I, but I'll rock with you for this, for this one. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Uh, so make sure you guys check that out on socialsuplex.com and uh, and uh, you know we'll be back. Uh, enjoy the NBA season. Hopefully, maybe this year we can try uh, to do some NBA shows because <laughs> we said that last year and then we didn't do it until the playoffs. Yep. But we, maybe we can we can we can try it again around Christmas and then like maybe the All Star uh, break or now that we do two shows a week let's might just, be able to. Uh, let's just, let's just... Let's just make a commitment to doing it monthly. Yeah, we, we can do that. Uh, and uh, and with us, we, we might do a One Nation Live where we talk about the NBA or something like that. But, um, yeah, that's, that's going to wrap it up. And uh, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, this is One Nation Radio. Later. Peace.